Awesome. Backbone Takeover. Uh, we're here with Starve, Geordie, and Alessio. Boys. Hello. Hello. How are we doing? Good. Good. Very, doing very well. well, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Nathan, you're also here. Howdy. How are you doing? I'm, mate, I'm fantastic. What a night we had last night, Nick Brown. What happened last night? Uh, I couldn't tell you. It's actually X-rated. I don't know <laughs> on the podcast, Nick. We know that, but welcome, boys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I was there last night as well, actually. He was. Oh, nice. yeah. Can we get a critical review, please? Yeah, I walked in free, so the security was awful. Bands <laughs> <laughs> uh, were all right, yeah. Yeah, sick. That's Static Revenue? Rev- rev- yeah, that's about right. Yeah. yeah. First, first time I've ever heard of you guys. First time I've ever seen you guys. That's the same with most people who were there. So. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. For good reason. New EP, Nausea. Yes. yes. As of time of releasing, out right out. now. Yeah, it's out. Yeah. How exciting is this for you guys? Awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool. Took, very, it, took, it took a while to. It's, it, yeah, it's been in the works for a, a fucking hot minute. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a lot of pauses on on, yeah. the, on the with the COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was got, had had lots and lots and lots of delays. But um, yeah, we started recording it. Or we, or Alessio started recording. We wrote everything at the start of lockdown, just before the start of lockdown, and then started recording it in like shit, like March or April. Yeah, so like a year a year ago. Yeah. yeah, a year ago. Yeah, so it's been in the works for a, a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And how does that compare to I guess Mantis? How long did that one take to write? Uh. <laughs> well, we, we had to write and record Mantis three times. So <laughs> it actually ended up taking less time than that. Really? Yeah, it, it all went to shit, man. Mantis what happened was, there? Was a pain. Uh, we went with a guy who had no idea what he was doing and he like just completely fucked the files like beyond repair of being able to use them. Yeah. So that was a that was a that was a, an absolute blunder. But um we ended up getting that out and that was that was good. Like we, we kind of just really sort of at the end of that we kind of just crammed it and we're like, we need to get this out because we don't want to work on it anymore <laughs> yeah i was so over it we're, we're so over it but with um but with uh nausea we just felt like we wanted to make it good so we were happy to work on it for yeah. that, that extra period of time and really just you know refine it and make it make did it better COVID in any way help that yeah actually it did yeah. so we we Had were more time kind of thing well yeah so so what happened was we actually got through the whole recording process until we had about 40 seconds in the last song worth of vocals to record and then about like 30 seconds of vocals in the second song that we uh, the third song that we had to record and we were about to go do it and then we went into that three-month lockdown and that three-month lockdown meant that like we couldn't leave to go see scotty because scotty lives in baronia and baronia is in the middle of fucking nowhere and it's more than 25 k's for anybody yeah so we um <laughs> thanks, we, scotty. thanks scotty so <laughs> so we we kind of just dealt with the fact that we couldn't do anything for three months so we spent three months listening to it over and over and over again and picking out the stuff that we weren't happy with yeah we made notes and we did all that we came back after three months we didn't just finish the last two songs we redid like a good portion of it to get it done so that we could be like you know we had that time to reflect on it and be like this is what we want changed yeah a lot of bands are like oh well i would have loved to change this x y and z and then they can't do it because i've already released the album yeah, yeah um, like because we we, we did to, that we yeah. did that a lot with mantis we went yeah i mean it like there was there's some songs on that that we thought were really good but there's like there's so much stuff that we kind of after we released it we were like fuck we wish we had done that differently yeah, and i feel yeah. like it was just a lot of that and we didn't you know, being able to have that lockdown meant that we had that time put on us to change it without us, like, being able to, you know, it is what we needed anyway, so. Is it hard for you guys to, like, pick each other apart like that? Mm. Are you kind of, a, as a band, because some bands are really good with that, some bands really struggle It's with really that. easy for us because Alessio writes everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I am super critical of all my yeah. work. Yeah. Aless- Alessio is 
the most meticulous musician I've ever met. Like yeah. he will sit and just get it right. And it's really good for us because then we can sit down and we can go, this is great. This is what we want to change. Like there was only like, I think when we, when we were recording, I think there was like maybe two riffs that we scrapped. Yeah. Cause yeah. everything else he just worked on so much that we were like, this is awesome. And yeah. then it, once it was structured together, cause the structuring was, was definitely the part that we all pitched in on. But even then we had someone as good as Scotty. Scotty mm. was the one who Scotty. really mm. structured everything out and made it flow as well as it does so yeah thanks to thanks scotty yeah the, <laughs> the main idea i had was just like i wanted all the songs to n- flow into each other like yeah. um so yeah. it was a never-ending yeah ep i guess and that was an influence from mac miller's albums circles yeah, yeah circles. it's so funny you yeah. say that because i was um literally because we were just listening to the ep and i was telling mitch yeah and i was like i was interested to see if the last note would actually of the last song would actually flow into the first song but mm. it doesn't because that on circles it actually does that yeah it yeah it flows back around it goes in a massive circle yeah 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 Vatic did the same thing yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of crazy you actually mentioned circles because literally yeah. an hour ago there you go. mentioning to fucking <laughs> yeah. Mitch that yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it yeah. feels like circles um, how hard is that like in, I guess making every song flow in kind of identifying when to end a song and start another song well because because you, you kind of wrote it as one like 13 minute one piece piece and then Almost we just yeah. cut it into six into tracks songs. Yeah. yeah and that was kind of how it how it happened like we just wrote this bit and then that flowed into this bit and then it flowed into this bit and we just found the most natural spot for it to cut yeah um but i mean we kind of knew where i think there was w- there was once the last song on the ep was the only song that i hadn't done yeah. like i hadn't written i wrote it in the studio spirit yeah. in the well yeah i wrote that in the studio and the end of the song was a riff that i've had for over six years jesus yeah, yeah. you know what that reminds me of oh, um, no. if i don't want to skip ahead um but i remember when i sit when you see every time i die perform live that was yeah. and map change yeah and that's that's end, what it's that's yeah. williams plays that riff yes. over and over again everyone goes off stage and I actually it literally had that kind of vibe yeah. like this is awesome like this is so sick that's make, exactly make what I, <laughs> yeah, that was my inspiration of that riff yeah oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what's yeah. the actual process like when you write a song do you have to be in like a certain mood unless um, he locks himself unless he locks himself in a basement for six months <laughs> lots, lots, yeah. <laughs> yeah. lots of talented blokes do that but yeah yeah like, no um, I I don't do I don't record uh, demos or anything either. So I I he writes um, it all in his head and it goes in. Yeah, I write it yeah. and I, I memorize it. <laughs> memorize it and then I go to the studio. I'm like, this is the song. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I play through an amp as well. I don't play through my computer. Okay. Yeah. How quick do the boys pick it up? Like when you come in with the song? Uh, they they anything? didn't hear the song. We didn't until hear them until they were until they were getting recorded. Jesus. So oh, like we. Yeah. I, I like with, with my writing process for lyrics and stuff is I just wrote out like blocks of mm. words and then we'd sit in the studio once the songs were done and I'd send them to Scotty and then Scotty, Alessio and I would sit and we'd chip away the sections that we don't want. We'd go, this could fit here and this could fit here, but this flows here and this makes sense here. And we just do it there on the spot and then we'd map it out. Yeah. We'd record it and then that was oh. just like... Obviously, we have like a reference of what kind of the themes yeah. of the song and yeah. stuff are, yeah, we have, are we have, about. We, yeah. we, we, we'd obviously like, yeah, we'd have a theme for the for the block of, of words that we got and then we just work on it from there. Um, and yeah, it was like the writing process was just a lot of Alessio sort of sitting down and like sort of knuckling it out. And then we sort of come in and adjust what we need from there. It's kind of like main main writing powerhouses, Alessio, and then we come in and, and chip it away until it's everybody. How, how important so, is Scotty in that? Like being so like important. being such a good producer, like does he give you ideas as you're doing that process as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty, Scotty is incredible to work with. He just bounces off us so naturally. Like, yeah, he's just 
It's, it's good nice. to have the um, brick wall of yes or no as well. Yeah, like, instead of just somebody being like, oh, yeah, it's good, but we could do this. He's just like, no, nah, that shit, do it differently. Yeah. Do you think him being a working producer helps so much with bands like you guys? Like being a similar kind of sound, similar kind of vibe? Yeah, like there's, a lot of, yeah there's a lot of um, bands that are going to be releasing music soon who have worked with Scotty and he's, he's shown he's shown me a couple of it and it's it's so much better than the previous stuff so I think yeah he is he is almost like the Will Putney of our scene yeah of in Australia Australia Scotty yeah, yeah that's, he's getting that's a, that reputation now, yeah isn't he? yeah well I mean he works on all the best stuff that's coming out in terms of Australian metal yeah. at the moment like he's just he did the Polaris album yeah that's, yeah. the, that's a great album. Yeah. You, like uh, the the composition, those songs are yeah. fucking mental. The mix is good. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Like yeah. he just, he, he, I think he really helps people reach the potential that they need to reach themselves. Like he doesn't, he doesn't push his own ideas onto somebody. Like that's why, you know, although Scotty plays in alpha, Polaris doesn't sound like alpha. Yeah. Like this doesn't sound like alpha. Like, uh, he's just done new mirrors stuff and that doesn't sound like alpha like it's everyone sounds like themselves and it's scotty's professionalism and his drive to make somebody explore themselves is what makes him so good as a as a producer he just fucking gets it he gets it he gets <laughs> he's it one of those guys yeah. yeah he gets it you have like this sound um i, I don't I never know how to really characterize it i call it like chaotic metalcore i guess mm, is the yeah. best way i can put it sure not many bands in australia have it yeah i think it's kind of like I I, I I always struggle to we're like flip-flopping between new age metalcore and chaotic metalcore yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can never decide well, we can't really figure out what it is but I feel like it's it's like it's got influences from like you know southern metal like every time I die and things yeah, like you sure. know and it's got like um, that like sort of classic metalcore things like Norma Jean yeah. it's got those influences and then it's got old school metalcore like to you know things like Hollow Crown by Architects and like Devil yeah. West Prada and that sort of stuff it's kind of like what we're, what we're pushing but with you know stuff that bands are doing these days like things that it could yeah. you know like fun two-step riffs and breakdowns yeah. And, yeah and all that sort of shit like that's we kind of just wanted to mix everything together to find something that sounds like us like a new age like middle a new age sort of metal <laughs> yeah i don't want to <laughs> sound it doesn't i don't want it to sound wanky but it's just like it's like it's just it's like the new version of what we what we want metalcore to sound like almost yeah, what yeah. i want metalcore to yeah, sound like I a lot like, of a lot of metalcore suffers from sounding the same as yep. all other metalcore and we didn't we just really didn't want to fall into that trap because yeah, that was something trap. that yep. that's yeah. something that is very prominent in like everywhere not just australia but everywhere people yeah. suffer from sounding like their peers and we just didn't want to do that so yeah lance yeah. lance paint uh lance prince. said sorry lance, <laughs> lance prince said yes. that it's a hardcore album so yeah. i yeah, guess yeah, that's literally hardcore. what i was gonna say yeah, yeah. got yeah. a lot of hardcore moments it's, in this yeah it would just be because we like hardcore yeah, yeah. It just it comes 100%. through yeah Accidental uh, two-step riffs. Accidental, accidental two-step. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy hearing. Um, because you know, I was listening to Mantis today, and I hear, hear nausea, and I'm like, it feels night and day. Not to say Mantis is bad in any stretch, but it feels like oh, it's bad. Getting, it's really bad. <laughs> it's actually quite a good listen. I think there's yeah. two. I think there's two good songs. On <laughs> <laughs> but like nausea feels like you guys are really creative juices are flowing I think, I think here I, I think it clicked yeah there's something what changed if, that, if that's the question I guess. maturity I think, I think we just decided that we didn't I think we just decided that we wanted to do it we just yeah. decided we're like we want this to be good we want this to work we want uh, yeah we weren't really expecting anything with the mantis because I had been writing rock and roll 
for fucking six years, right? Like, yeah. and then I was like, oh, I want to play heavy music, and I met Jordan, and I was like, I'm gonna start a heavy band, and it was meant to be nothing, really. We were just doing it just to be like, oh, we'll we'll test the waters and see yeah. how we go, and, and then we then got all these fucked up shows, and we were like, well, I guess we should probably something. do something good. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're doing something right, so we we should really push it, and then I think that was when it really clicked with us that we're like, this is we want to take this seriously, and yeah. we want this to be good, we want people to notice us, and we want this to be like the thing that separates us from being you know another melbourne metal band another metalcore band that opens for every band we want to be yeah. the next one we do you wanna... feel like you're, you're getting that reaction yeah, yeah. that's the hype band yeah. like, so it's, like it's been pretty yeah. wild uh, since, since, since we released on account of my emptiness it's been really good we haven't like clicked into any of the um any of the spotify playlists or anything like that yet no, but yeah. i mean it's also been good to not click into the playlist straight away because we get to see how our organic growth is from yeah. just what we do ourselves it's been crazy it's been really good people have been giving us a lot of support like and it's and it's the people that we want the support from yeah, that it's, yeah it's, it's the right scene it's yeah, the right it's people so it's like people. it's like you know i went to a show the other day and i just had all these people who i've always respected playing in other bands and they've come yeah. been like yo that song was awesome that song was awesome yeah. that song was awesome like we had people some people who work for some record labels in australia be like hey what's up when are you playing next i'd love to come see you so yeah. that's like that's what we wanted and that's how we wanted it to click like obviously there's that there's that fan you know, like people who are fans, like how I'm a fan for something or how you're a fan for something that we like listening to it, but it's not just hitting that market. It's hitting other yeah. musicians. And it's because that's, that's, that's what I feel when I hear other bands release cool new music. I'm like, that's so sick. And I want to be around it. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's what we've been trying to push. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's get I, I agree with what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the EP because we're yeah. going to actually play through the, the entire EP throughout this yes. interview. Um, cool. It's going to be hard to cut it up because they all it is so it all goes in together. It's almost it does. better to play yeah. it all at once, but we're going to cut it up uh, as, as you guys have done. Yes. Mm. Um, first song, All Pretend, No Message. Correct. How, like, we always say this, track one is probably the most important track of just about any release, probably as important as your lead single. Where, how did you choose this one? How did this come to be? I guess? Um, so I wanted to originally have it as a vocal chant, as all pretend, no message. Yep. Um, and then we realized it sounds exactly like an Alpha Wolf song, so we didn't oh. do it. <laughs> 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 and you're going to Scotty. And like, it was just, yeah, we went to Scotty and we started talking about it. And then we went, all pretend, no message. And I went, neglected. Uh, <laughs> and I went, shit. Yeah, yeah. So we went. That happens, but it does. It happens all the time. Yeah. And we, we and we were like, all right, we'll, we'll 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 we need to push a strong, hard opening that makes people go, fuck. Yeah. That's heavy. That's oh, angry. Yeah. That's. Have you heard huge. the new um, Norma Jean album, All Hail? Yes. That, yes. 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 That intro track. Yeah this intro track. Yeah. Is there you go. The yeah. Reference, yeah. We just wanted it to be like, I, and, and like the reason I think like the reason that I wanted it to, you know, cause I, I, the, the way we wrote it was we have that, um, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to, um, write a better pit call using the, our own band name than Doomsayer. Cause I thought it sucked <laughs> after a while. So I was like, I want to have, I want to, I want to write a pit call that has the name Starve in it because yeah. I love when, you know, like when Code Orange is like, Code Orange yeah, forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's so sick. And I love that shit. Or like, you know, when boundaries are like, you know, I've been pushed to my boundaries. <laughs> dun, dun. Like, I love that shit. So I was like, I want to write a song that I get to say the band name without just being like, this is stuff. Like, yeah, I yeah, want yeah. to, I, so. Non-cheesy. Yeah. I'm hungry. Feed me. Feed me more. Feed me riffs. No, it was, um. <laughs> feed me riffs. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just wanted it. I, I wanted it to be. 
You wanted a fucking pick cool song. I wanted a pick cool song. And I think I, I, I the way that I've been writing a lot of lyrics lately is I've just been imagining, is it lame if a crowd yells this back to me? Yeah. Okay, that's a good and, way, yeah. and if it's lame, I don't want it. Yeah. If it's like hard and tough and punches, because by God, if there's one thing I've learned from Justice for the Damned, it's that you need the crowd to be selling, yelling yeah. hard shit. Yeah. So, and so I just was like, I want this to and be... And it elevates your show so much. It does, right? yeah. Like, so I just wanted it to be big like yeah. that and so that's that's why we wrote it that way and then yeah we wanted it as like a big hard-hitting intro with like kind of eerie sort of start off and yeah yeah and we, i really we walked into the um recording process and i really wanted to just add um a lot of sound effects that sounded like the blade runner film <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like 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 the, the like the the soundtrack for yeah. 2049 and stuff yeah i was yeah. i said to scotty i was like i just make it sound like blade runner yeah and i was like <laughs> doo, doo, that doo. night he goes watches it for the first time <laughs> <laughs> like oh, okay now i know what you mean yeah it's um so now everyone has to watch that movie yeah exactly oh, yeah 100 yeah, yeah, spot the star oh, <laughs> reference yeah. like. it's, it's funny you say that because the lyrics to the last song are a direct quote from blade, blade runner, runner. Yeah. really we have to watch it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on netflix it is on Netflix. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it is. Genuinely, both. I'm watching it tonight. So the 84 one. I'll watch the 2049 one. Yeah, big review coming. Yeah, Blade, uh, Blade Runner is, is a great. Film. We were actually gonna. Um, the end of the last song has a uh, sample. Yeah, it was originally gonna be a Blade Runner sample, but we I swapped it out for a different film. Okay, yeah. well, anti- but we can Antichrist. We, yeah, right? Antichrist. Yeah, yeah, an Antichrist sample. How do you find those? Like, I like because you know, I watch a lot, a of, lot films. of movies. <laughs> just like, just like movie watch, buff. Everyone Thank watches God. movies, but how do you find something that you go? I could use this. It like, gives me the chills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to get the goosebumps. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I, it's usually it's usually like a really dark um, part of a film, yeah. and. Um, yeah. I like monologues. I really like monologues. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of lyrics in our songs that uh, reference to movies. There's um, a lyric in On Account of My Emptiness that's from... What's the movie called? Um, Call Me By Your Name. Mm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, which is one of my favorite films. But there's a massive monologue in that that is like I was going to reference as well. And this EP didn't end up fitting, so we cut that. Yeah. 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 We've, got, we've, got, we've got three samples throughout the... Throughout the throughout the EP, yeah. Um, is it three? Two. Two. <laughs> we got two. I was wrong. Get we got right. two. Listen to the EP. Listen yeah. to the EP. <laughs> and let's try and spot them, guys. <laughs> try and spot them. We got we got two samples in the EP. One of them's in the second song, and one of them's in the last song. So. I usually write the if I'm watching a movie and I hear something cool or like dark or something, I'll, I'll write it down write on my down. phone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'll be like this timestamp this film and do you then, do the classic like voice memo where like you hum a riff into your into like a voice yeah, memo? no or just straight no. into notes don't no do it's it. straight no. to pick up my guitar don't warm up or anything yeah. and just do chugs oh shit <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> that's so cool i'll often i'll often write stuff down on my phone if like a a cool lyric hits me and yeah then I'll, I'll do that but I, like yeah i do it I, with lyrics with lyrics yeah with, yeah with 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 like if i have an idea i'll write down like what the idea is like i remember there was one bit where i said like before when we were like just before we wrote shiver i remember i was listening to um uh transcending dimensions by north lane and yeah. that is the fattest tempo change oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so sick and i remember i wrote Huge. down on my phone do north lane tempo change <laughs> yeah. and then at the end of uh shiver there's a tempo change where it, it goes dad and dad and dad and it gets faster and i was 100 percent because i just harassed Alessio into writing a tempo yeah. change like like transcending dimensions so yeah it's like do it so it shuts him up <laughs> yeah when when we think of something like that we usually sort of yeah jot it down if we can and yeah, yeah. yeah. i've got notes on my phone at the moment for the next release and 
Yeah. I'll, I'll pull it. Wait, let me, let me. It's kind of funny. Wait, let me. <laughs> uh, we just, we kind of just. I yell at myself in my notes. Hopefully Northlane don't call uh, you out for ripping off a tempo change. I don't <laughs> think, I don't think, <laughs> Northlane don't even acknowledge their first two albums, yeah, so it's fine. It's very true. It's so it, true. It's so true. Uh, oh yeah, so I just got like a bunch of plugins that I want Scotty to buy for me. And then it's like, use brass and strings, you fucking idiot. <laughs> And it's like yeah. I've been I've been saying to Alessia for a while that I think for the next release I want to do a, like a big long like long track that's like longer yeah. than like, yeah, like our entire 13 EP. Minute track. like 13, oh, really? 13 yeah. 14 minute track where Jeez. I want it where I want it to be kind of like um something something like gently by Slipknot or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or like Scissors or something like that I cool. love those songs where it's just big build ups with like industrial sound and like I said to I said to Scotty I was like would you mind if I brought a trash can in and just hit it like <laughs> and he was like yeah that's fine so like we'll see I want to see how weirdly industrial we can get as Beats. we go along but <laughs> yeah I don't want to go I don't, I don't want to go full industrial like fucking Coda Orange but I want it to be yeah. I want it to be interesting well there are doom elements to this well yeah there's doom there's, there's, a, yeah. there's a very doomy yeah. section in the in the fourth song so yeah. yeah. Should we listen to it? Yes. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll um, play the track. Um, yeah, this is our All Pretend No Message Starve Nausea track one. Yep. that guys we didn't just ask uh, pause we for five seconds we and didn't come skip back. along how are we doing <laughs> is that how we're doing that's it? Yeah, <laughs> yes i dub him in i dub him in yes what a great track love it thanks <laughs> doesn't sound as hype when you don't actually listen to it right i was gonna yeah. say i don't remember how that song goes <laughs> <anymore. laughs> <laughs> so when you when you say you want to write a 13 minute track so you just want to write this ep but just not have any cuts in it basically <laughs> yeah essentially yeah i've done it already think, guys yeah <laughs> But, um, no, I was, I was more thinking about doing, <laughs> doing something that's like, like, um, you know, kind of like how, like a tool song, like a tool song, yeah, which yeah. we know, Brown. as we know, <laughs> as great. we know, Brownie loves tool. Um, <laughs> he's like, great with the world. Yeah. Like, change it to carnival. Well, yeah, carnival, something, yeah, something like, like that. Something like, like, like how carnival do like, don't you know, worry, you know, it's like not going to happen. Which is like, no new way way I'll, I'll be song. able to write an eight minute song. So don't worry about But the thing is, I just, I, I love atmospheric build-ups yeah. like slow yeah. burns i love that sort of shit so i'd love to do something like that 
would be really cool. So, I mean, if it ever happens, who knows? Maybe I'll save it for my solo black metal project. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you One vocalist so- that could do it. Yeah, <laughs> you've got Thanks such so. like an eclectic taste in music. Like you're yeah. going, like you're a huge like Tesseract fan. Yeah, I fucking like, love Tesseract. You're a huge fan. prog. You're a huge prog. I fan, love prog. Right? I'm a big. I'm a big prog nerd. Like it's, yeah. it's it's weird. Like how do you? I guess. How do you deal with me only writing two yeah. minutes? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Exactly. That's a great question. Yeah. That's the thing is you write so many prog time signatures without noticing that you do it. Like a lot of the stuff that you write is 5-4 or like 7-4 or something metal. like that. <laughs> That's <like>. metal. <laughs> and then and it's funny because like there's a two-step riff in On Account of My Emptiness that's in 5-4, but you can two-step to it because you've written it in polyrhythm. Yeah. Shit. Because it's a good time. <laughs> but you didn't even know. You didn't know you were writing in polyrhythm. <laughs> it's fucked. So it's like, I, I I love that shit. Like, I, I I nerd out so hard on cool stuff. Like, I some of my favorite bands are Tesseract and Gojira yeah. and, like, you know, Carnival and that sort of stuff. And I love atmospherically, but also melodically well-arranged music. Like, yeah. I love harmony and like it's a thing as like you know even like the most extreme bands that i love things like cattle decapitation for example yeah cattle decap are one of the heaviest bands i've ever seen in my life but they also are melodically perfect yeah like it's like listening to an orchestral like wave yeah it's yeah. i love that shit i love anything that makes me hear like stuff that you would normally hear like even to the point like the heaviest band that i listened to was probably a band called primitive man if you've ever listened to primitive man they're just doom death metal but it's like it feels like your head's getting crushed by an anvil it's the heaviest music you've ever heard but they're just something about just that wave of noise is just something i love so much so any time that we can push that into a song yeah i I, I love it i love it 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 just it tickles it tickles my prog brain it's it's awesome it's awesome yeah um, I just want to have a question about the title Nausea of the EP. Mm. Did you just want like people to have a reaction to that? You got an idea behind the wording there? Like we got a um, message. Shit. Um, unless you wrote no, 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 it. No, 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 so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got Mantis because I was at the movie theater and um, there was a fucking movie trailer and it was... They've mentioned something about Psycho Mantis in Metal Gear Solid, right? Yeah. And I was just like, Mantis is a cool fucking EP name, whatever. And then Nausea, I think it was the same kind of situation. I was like, how funny is that? Like, like someone said Nausea in a film or something. And I was like, man, that's this sounds really that's cool. The title. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. Is that going to be a thing going forward? Having like one word as like your... Like, I don't think album? so. No, I don't think there's any particular okay. set of rules yeah. on it. I think it's yeah. just whatever comes to us at the time. Like, yeah. Both yeah. cool words, so... Yeah. yeah, I thought they were pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like yeah. with this genre, a lot of people, when they release things, you, like you don't want it sounding yeah. too soft kind of thing. Well, it was like, like I didn't... Both pretty powerful. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know until after we released Shiver why he called it Shiver. And I was sitting on his couch and I looked up to his TV and under his TV is a book called Shiver. Uh-huh. And I went, ah. <laughs> it's, it's a horror book if, if, if you just want to, if you want to get it. It's a horror manga, like manga um, compilation from Junji E2. Oh, true. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really cool. It's, you've probably seen a photo of it at some point. It's the chick with her eye going, like that sort of weird photo that's on the internet. It's like the spiral. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's it. So if you go to a less place, you just, you just, Try and spot the. I try and it's spot like the. It's like a trivia game. Like <laughs> stuff yeah. trivia. It's like, a, it's like an Easter egg hunt, but for a band. Dude, yeah, exactly. It's just it's like me drunk walking through my apartment, pointing at shit. Like, yeah, that'll do. It sounds like an escape room. Ready <laughs> to go. <laughs> Find the new Star VP title to escape the fucking room. <laughs> yeah, mental. exactly. Track two. 
Cobra Effect. Two. Track Cobra two. Effect. Yeah. Um, lyrically, what are we talking here? Uh, shit, what are the lyrics? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this, this is the first song we wrote for the EP. Yes. Um, what did we write about? Um, oh, so... So the I'm gonna pull the main the, the main lyric hook that I used during that song was the line "Dead Hands Dig Deep." Yeah. So "Dead Hands Dig Deep" is a documentary that I love, and it's about a uh, crust punk band from the states called Kettle Cadaver, and <laughs> it's about this guy who was the lead singer of Kettle Cadaver who used to just do the most fucked up shit. Like he made Mayhem look like a pussy. Yeah. And he would make <laughs> those bands just look like nothing. Like he would like mutilate himself on stage and just Jesus. fuck himself up and it was about where he was now and it was about living growing up in small town America and the effect of drugs and alcohol on a small town and not being able to escape and that sort of stuff. And it was about this guy who lives on one acre of land in the middle of country America who cannot escape there because he's stuck there and he just does drugs every day and he's psychotic and he's addicted to fucking speed and heroin and all this stuff. And so, um, yeah. And it's like, it's like the, it's just the feeling, it's just feeling the, the theme that we wrote for it was anger, lost loved ones and feeling helpless was what we wrote for it. Yeah. So it was, um, the, the basis of it that I got for that line was because the documentary is called dead hands dig deep because dead hands dig deep as a, deep dive on what it means is is it's when somebody close to you dies the feeling of their hands wrapped around you is still there you can't ever escape the fact that that they are holding on to you and you are holding on to them and that's the whole thing of it and that's kind of what the documentary was about it's really really great if anybody wants to watch it it's fantastic it's very full-on very graphic it's on on youtube for free but it's incredible to watch um so that was where that sort of came from and it was about sort of, you know, obviously there was the battle with my personal life and my family and all that sort of stuff that went along, which is a lot more explored in On Account of My Emptiness. Yeah. Um, but I kind of touched base with that, but it's about, you know, feelings of anger and... It's kind of like, it's kind of like dipping your toes into the... So what's what the overarching themes of the EP yeah, is kind of going to be, yeah. Yeah, and there's... Um, yeah. yeah, it's just about it's you know when something when somebody passes away or somebody close to you dies, it's you know like there's no closure, there's no feeling of you know getting better. It's it's hard for you to come to terms with what's happened. Yeah, and that's kind of the the, the intro to what most of the EP is going to feel like. Shit, pretty much. You feel like shit the whole time you're listening. To yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> but it only goes for 13 minutes, yeah. so it's not so that bad. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> quick, quick listen. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of the basis behind that. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, like, um, something that's really noticeable, and Nath, I'm sure you noticed this as well when you were listening to, it's this fucking massive drum sound. Drum sounds, yep. Okay, so... High repeat. It is it. huge, man. Drum, drum sounds, uh, so they were written, the drums were written They're by... The drums were written originally by <laughs> our old drummer, Kylan, and, and Scotty wrote them together. Yeah. Then we wrote them, then we wrote them as, uh, or they, they got recorded... <sighs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> then they got then they got uh, recorded live by Declan White. Yeah, okay. he, he did a really good he job. Fucking killed it because we just sent him like Scotty just sent him like the MIDI drums and he yeah. just played the MIDI drums perfectly. Yeah, so we have live drums, yeah. everybody. That's why they sound. That's so why they good. sound good. They're live. They're not MIDI drums. You guys so, would notice more. Is it? common for live drums is it not as common no, these days it's not all, common is it all midi no, usually a lot no, of local bands are midi that's um, wild to me like to yeah. like well, if you're a drummer i'd yeah. get pissed off if i was a drummer it's I'd so expensive play. it's is so it, yeah, yeah. Okay. recording live drums is fucking expanding as yeah. hell so and the thing is is that um declan did it in a day 
he yeah. recorded everything wow. in a day. You need someone that can do it. Exactly. He was yeah. he was a great session drummer for us to use, and yeah. he yeah he killed it. And then also you've got the drums mixed with Lance. Lance's mix, mix. Yeah. and that dude Lance just makes got a new. Um, uh, I think he got a new analog disc as well. So oh, so he did yeah. it all manually, it through and it's that, yeah. huge. Like he just nailed how it sounds. Like because I remember when we were listening to it, I was like this sounds like Massive. something and i can't yeah. remember what it was and then after listening to it over and over and over again i was like this is hate by thy art yeah i was like this is exactly my favorite drum mix yeah. from any album i was like this is amazing i was like this is what it's i wanted this is so sick with, it's so true so, yeah. that drum sound is fucking it's, iconic it is <laughs> it's so it's mental just, it's so good so i was so happy with how it sounded mm. and yeah it was just they yeah those two like lance and declan together just nailed it because we did session drums um, and obviously like our drummer, our previous drummer, Colin, he left. So yeah. we did session drums and we got, um, you know, we did that in the, in the intermediate before Todd joined the band. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it ended up working really well in our favor cause it just sounds huge. And it elevates the EP. It, it does. Yeah. It does huge. Scotty, <laughs> Scotty pretty much demanded it. He was like, he's like, you need live drums. Yeah. He was like, this EP is too good to just use MIDI. Yeah, he took us out. He's like, he's like, I don't want to let you use yeah. MIDI drums because yeah. this needs to be better. And we yeah. went. He was like, you're just sure. going to have to cop the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, and we okay. did. I can't afford rent. Can <laughs> they please yeah. do live drums? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's that's what we did. And honestly, I would not have done it any different yeah. if I knew yeah. how this was going to sound. It was noticeable instantly. Yeah, like, yeah it's the first thing he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First thing I wrote down as well. But um, just on that, so Troy's joined the band. Is that the... Todd. Todd. Todd, Todd sorry. Todd. So Todd. So how's he fitted in since coming in? He's like playing Again. I mean, Todd, Todd and I have been playing in bands together since we were 16 so so got the backstory that's yeah. awesome they just, yeah. it's he gelled so perfectly yeah. um, it was it was like fucking it was like putting butter on a, a door handle <laughs> that, that's something I'm sure that's something <laughs> you can't quite grip it but my god it feels butter good on <laughs> that butter on a door handle where are we <laughs> uh yeah he 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 just came in and just made it work like when we when we Holy came shit. back and played that first show with vatic yeah like oh man he's just so clean and he's he hits, so good he hits yeah. so that whole hard. sound was massive it was like huge. yeah it was, and you, that's a four piece shout as out well. to, shout mm -hmm. out to shout out to joel yeah Thanks, joel, joel, yeah. joel adams <laughs> he's the man Actual, yeah is um, it, um being a four piece is like is that deliberate or is that just something yes. just kind of fell in yeah, yeah i don't i don't like working with people yeah <laughs> <laughs> we we were a, we were a five piece when we released mantis yeah uh now we're a four piece and we have to like Two different members as well in the four piece so it's yeah it's the big it, change so right? either either it means that we prefer to work ourselves or everyone hates me and alessia so. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like full crafter yeah. <laughs> just do it do a frankie and just yeah. kick everyone out of the band except for us want, um yeah i want alessia to settle something for us oh, go, on. go on do you think guitars like just having the one guitar sounds bigger than having two no because like me and nick no. about this you don't think so no 100%. There's three guitar parts in our EP. Oh, really? So that's <laughs> going to be fun playing live. But uh, yeah, examples. Yeah, yeah, we just, we yeah. just, we. I do plug in through two cabs, so, so yeah, like, okay. um, I am running both sides of stage. Yep. Technically, but um, it's so we, so we do we do two cabs for the guitar. Yeah. Um, both run through the same head, but delayed slightly so they don't cancel each other out. Yeah. And oh, then, so, yeah. but that just makes the guitar sound huge. And yeah, then we, we add the, that in with with uh, we have the second guitar parts that need to be sampled i need to be it's mostly just like uh, affected leads that are going through our um fallback so like um in front of house like uh, all my riffs that i write 
there's no there's like no harmonies or anything right yeah i i either quad track it or i just dual track it and the only reason i quad track something is if it's uh, if i want it to sound heavier yeah. yeah which i can just do by standing on my fucking pedal you know like yes that's why it sounds so big quote unquote live yeah. because it's literally i'm just playing the same shit i played on the on the record yeah, it sounds like, it sounds the same as there's, there's like there's no like it doesn't need two guitars live I yeah. Guess. yeah yeah and then naturally, it's probably easy to stay tight. <laughs> yeah, four really members are so much easier to stay tight than. Just play. I'm just playing power chords. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> we're pretty much just Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> what a band. <laughs> yeah, God damn. Uh, we let's go ahead and play it then. Cobra Effect. Cobra yep. Effect. Um, sure. Track two. Yep. Nausea. Starve. Wow, what a what an excellent time we had! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want any money? I love that. Ourselves. I have a, I actually have a fun fact about that last um, lyric line in the breakdown. Dead hands dig deep. Yes, we didn't have anything for that breakdown, and uh, it was the end of the recording session. And I was like, oh, I got an idea, and I just fucking I did the vocals for that whole breakdown. You did the it was the original tracking of that was, was all alessio did the entire breakdown yeah shit. and we did the whole thing and i reckon it sounded sick yeah it hurt it really hurt alessio and we had to have the conversation of can you do that live <laughs> yeah i can't do it live so we, yeah. and then so we like, just got jordan we'll just make jordan do it <laughs> and then we just we just made him do like mega lows um, i just did i just i again i just like listened to it and i was like i want something to sound like code orange so that was with the 
yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, fun fact of that song. Fun fact. Alessio was supposed to do it and then he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But um, so we moved track three, Sour Time. So your first feature on that yep. EP. So Zach. So Hatfield? Zach um, Hatfield, yeah. Zach. As you wear the left behind yeah. shirt. As I'm we wearing a left behind shirt right now. <laughs> in the, the new Backbone HQ. But um, yep. it's, it's, what's the story behind getting him for this song? So Left Behind are one of my favorite bands. Like, yeah. that's, I remember you told me to listen to their album. Was it last year? I would have been a while ago. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I really, really like Left Behind. So Left Behind are from West Virginia in the States. West and Virginia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Mama. Um, but yeah, so they are... Um, yeah, they are just this insanely cool, like, southern metalcore band. And yeah. they, they write, like, hardcore mixed with, like, southern metal mixed with, like, almost, like, droney doom guitar sort yeah. of style. Like, but really heavy, chunky riffs. So they tour a lot with bands like the Acacia Strain and yeah. Yeah. I Am and Orthodox and that stuff. So Do they play with Spite? They feel did play like with Spite, yeah. They, yeah. they play with Spite. So they, um, they're a very, very cool band. And I've just been really into them since about... 2016 when they released a album called blessed by the burn and there's a blessed by the burn reference in mantis um <laughs> because i really like that really like that thing but um yeah so i i had just we'd, we'd spoken to the like the boys and i had spoken about like what we wanted to do in terms of guest tracks and i was just like look i really would like to at least offer yeah. zach yeah i just message him just be like hey man do you reckon we could do it do you reckon it'd be cool like and I, if he says no it's fine but if he says yes how cool would that be and i hit him up on instagram and i was just like hey man look we are playing a band in australia like i'm a huge fan of your band i'd love for you to be you know a part of it and do a guest spot and he just replied and was like yeah sure man no yeah. stress like just let me know when and i'll he's like send me the songs and i was like fuck yeah this was like six months before we started recording yeah so, oh, really? so crap. we it was like a year after I'd messaged him and asked him if he wanted to do <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, hey man, you still cool to do it? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Really? And he yeah. drove out to his friend's recording studio in West Virginia and West just took it. And, <laughs> and, and he, um, <laughs> God damn it. But he, uh, yeah, so he recorded that and he sent it over to us. And I remember he sent us the raw tracks with no instrumentals behind it so we were all like this sounds weird because all we can hear is just these huge vocals but we don't know where they sit yeah so we set them to scotty scotty then took the files and put them over the instrumentals and found the exact spot where it was meant to be because we didn't know put it in sent it to us and we all sat there and went holy (laughs) shit this is the fucking fattest guest spot i've ever heard in my life and he like Zach is a big dude and yeah. he has the largest vocal tone. Like he's just such a big dude with such a huge resonation chamber. The yeah. dude can just pump out sound and he has the coolest vocal tone. Like they just released, we managed to time it really well because when we recorded it, it was just, we released like a while ago at this, at about mid of like, we, like we, we releasing this, technically today but when we were recording it they had just released their new album no one yeah. goes to heaven or not no one goes to heaven sorry um whatever i think it's no one goes to heaven yeah but um they released that album and it was just the coolest fucking album <laughs> ever so i was like this is sick it's perfect timing like awesome and um yeah it was just like an absolute dream for to get one of my biggest vocal inspirations to work yeah. on a track with this was really cool so it was meant to be the single it was going to be the single okay. originally. Ah. It was going to be the original single, and then we decided it, it has kinda, a bit of a single vibe to it. Out of yeah, all the tracks, we we're going was, to it's definitely yeah. a standout song. Yeah, we're going to, and then we decided last minute um, that we were going to swap to on account of my emptiness. Yeah. But it's also um, 
the thing with it as well was that uh, we wanted to still do a video for it. So actually, as the time of this coming out, yeah. we have actually dropped a visualizer for that song on um, Facebook and YouTube yeah. and stuff. So yeah, it'll be it, it's cool. And that was done by a guy named uh, the visualizer was done by a guy named Dave from Perth, who is awesome. So there you go. Yeah. How hard is it to pick a single? Like when you've obviously got six it's tracks, tri- it was like, tricky. Yeah. Um, like, is there a band vote or like does Scotty have input on that? Like after it's everybody. Everybody. Yeah, have there's a lot of we. You send it to your friends, right? Like you guys. Yeah. You guys got it. Ages you guys ago got it. Like, yeah. the stamp of approval. Nick, right? Yeah. So yeah. we said it all sucked. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you send it to your friends. Uh, that's before Todd joined the band. He was like, "Yeah, I really like Sour Times." Yeah. But I think on account of my emptiness would be a better single. I think it was Todd that kind of clicked yeah. us into. Like when Todd joined, he was like, "We should do this," and we yeah. all went. You're so, you're so in the you're so in the EP that you can't really tell what songs separate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you need you, you need that person from an outsider's perspective to help Absolutely. you. Be and like, he this was is what you, yeah. at the time learning the song, so he had fresh ears to it, right? So yeah. he was like, "No, nah, that's definitely the single." And and then when we got we got Jack involved in yeah. it, yeah. We like, when well, Jack was keen to sense. like come to the video, it was kind of just like, well, why not? You yeah. know, like yeah. worked out perfectly, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But how yeah. good are the stick clicks at the start of Sour Times, everybody? <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> was that um? Forced, was that a little? Was, was, was that you? It was forced by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did I know that? <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, I think I really, really wanted to remember when we went into recording. One of the things I had written on my phone was just the phrase do it because all i wanted to do was say do it because <laughs> and it was 100 percent because of that uh that song by kubla khan high hopes where he's like one two three do it <laughs> like it was the fucking coolest thing and then also there's obviously the trapped under ice song called do it so i was like i just i need to put this in somewhere and i just like this is just the perfect spot for it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah when you told me he told me about that when i was at work one day he's like yeah, i'm just gonna say do it and i'm like that's so fucking sick do it do it yeah fuck yeah <laughs> did the head explode yeah, yeah it was moment. cool yeah, I was like, that's cool. perfect it's also in sour times it's actually also my favorite um my favorite riff off the entire EP yeah is would the it be riff. your favorite song um no nah, i still think my favorite's on account of my emptiness i yeah. think it's really good but um i say it's definitely my favorite riff is the riff that starts as zach's guest spot yeah. starts is yeah, my favorite yeah, yeah, riff yeah. i remember when alessio wrote that i just like he like i got sent to us and stuff and i remember i was just like Bro, <laughs> this is the sickest thing you've ever written. Like, this is yeah. so cool. When you're when you're doing an EP and you've got like six tracks to work with, how do you have an idea of how many features you want to do on it? Is it just we like- we went through this? Yeah, um, we got told not to do two. Okay. by a lot of people because they thought it was too much in a short space. Yeah. Okay, but we thought if it fits, yeah, then we'll do it. And it did fit. So yeah, we did it. yeah. We kind of the. I feel like we're kind of at the point where we want to work with as many good musicians as, yeah. as we can like why would we limit ourselves when yeah. we can just fucking work with cool people that we've always wanted to work with like yeah, scotty or lance or fucking yeah. zach or like um jack like yeah why would you why would you not do a it dick for, about it like why for no reason like, like oh, to be like oh we want more of us yeah like it's almost selfish yeah you know? <laughs> like it's like it's like i love like like it's like it's like if, if you go by that logic then by that by that definition, a different shade of blue has way too many guest vocals yeah, on it, yeah. but it doesn't when you listen to it because yeah. they all fit yeah. perfectly, and that's kind of what we really yeah, wanted. Yeah, it's, to- it's about it's about making everything feel like one big piece of art, I guess. Yeah, yeah, 100%. and it doesn't matter who's doing the vocals. 
Yeah. Really. If it, yeah. if it flows with the whole EP, why does it matter? Exactly. Yeah, I would love, like, it's like, I've always wanted to do clean singing and stuff, but I can't clean sing to save my life. Yeah. So I've always said that if we ever get, you we know, tried to do it. We tried in this EP. I was terrible. We were both awful. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to, and it just didn't work. So if we could ever I get, think there's this one spot where I do some clean like ooze over. Yeah. In no, no one cares. I yeah. There's like a low section where it's in the background. But yeah. It's like, it like a layer. But it's a layer. You can't really hear. You it. can't hear it. But the, yeah, it's like just having those like having like clean vocals would be amazing. But I feel like you know we had one clean song when we did we had a clean section in Counter Motion with Mikey yeah. because Mikey can sing cleans. Yeah. And I, I'd I'd love to do that again with some with like anybody else who can sing cleans that I feel like it would fit. Like for example, like if I could pick anybody, I would love to get Courtney LaPlante from Spirit Box to yeah. do like a clean oh, yeah. a clean section. Be but sick, that because yeah. that that if we could write the song to fit it, we would. And that's yeah. why something like Sour Times, for example fits with zach because it's a very southern riff it's a very southern thing very left behind-esque which yeah, i feel yeah, like fits absolutely. it very well yeah well both features really actually elevate those songs too exactly. so i think lots of bands fall into that trap where they kind of just get a feature just for the hell of it yeah but yeah. if you can get a feature in like you've done on these two songs mm. that make it even bigger yeah that's yeah. probably where you want to well go. that was that was that was the whole thing was like i wanted to do one of the things that somebody said to me when i showed them the song was zach was somebody was like he sounds you guys sound the same and I was like, I don't think we do. No. But no. that not on this song. <laughs> no, we don't. But that was like, I was like, somebody was like, you guys sound very similar. And I was like, no, we just both have a relatively low register. And yeah. but the thing is with my vocals in this compared to my vocals and everything else is I have actually come out of doing super low vocals on pretty much everything. And now yeah. I'm a lot more of a mid-range vocalist with this EP, which I feel like has opened up the range for somebody like a low range vocalist like Zach. And then also someone who is in a higher pitch vocal like Jack. Jack. Yeah. Because Jack's got that yell scream, which is just perfect. Easily identified. You, you oh, know straight away, yeah. you know. The second you hear him, <laughs> yeah. you know who it is. He and fucking I've, killed it in the studio as well. Like, uh, we were there for maybe like 30 minutes. Yeah, he knocked out the whole thing in 30 crazy. minutes. crazy. <laughs> I was like, that's fuck. Like, wrote and recorded it yeah. in 30 minutes. But so. it's all about that double take, isn't it? Like, you're, you're yeah. listening along to Huge. a song and you hear that um, mm. that feature and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and then half of it's the guessing game. It's like, who is it? Who is it? Yeah. Jack's so easy. Yeah. But it was like it was like it was like first time I ever heard like Drew in Masquerade by Northlane. Yes, and I was like yes. this. I was yeah. like, this is the fucking <laughs> yes. sickest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. Like I love that feeling. Yeah. Just a two-faced piece of shit. So, <laughs> so random when I heard that for the first time. I was like, whoa. It's so <laughs> sick. Pretty sure he didn't even get the actual feature. He didn't get the, the feature. Yeah. <laughs> it's so obviously him. It's like, yeah. What the, yeah. What the hell happened? Yeah. There? Yeah. But yeah, awesome. dude. Awesome. Yeah. Let's play the song. Let's Let's play the song. Sour times track. Three. Three. Uh, off the new EP, Nausea. This is Starve.
And we're back. Uh, <laughs> wow, what a great song. <laughs> what a great song, guys. How are we feeling? That last, uh, that last riff Four. before Zach's section uh, was just uh, fucking... Suicide season rip off. I did like I was doing like podcast. I was doing backgrounds on you and you said um I think it was like in 2013, 2014, it's like I just heard Suicide Season for the first time. This is the best album ever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh at least you found it. You got it. Like, eventually, <laughs> like five years late. But I think everyone, like, that's one of those albums. It's such a fun album to fucking it is. Dude, so, Yeah. We've spoken about it at length because because we did we did a cover for a while. We covered Unanswered by Suicide Silence. Yeah. And we've always discussed if we should do a different cover at some point or another. I really and want to do. Bring keeps me. coming back to can we do a Bring Me the Horizon song now? What song would you want to do? Alessio wants to do it. Never ends. I Ooh, love that song. I don't know if it fits us. So I want to do. Football season is over. <laughs> 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 yeah. Or I've read a go- I've read about girls like yeah you, because I think that song it goes for a minute and a half and it's just a it's just a blast beat into a breakdown. So yeah. <laughs> how funny is their movement from like the English title tracks back in the day to where they are now? It's like completely opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was so yeah. bomb at the start. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah sorry. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> but like we've we've spoken about it as if we would do it's it. It's hard so. to choose a cover and yeah. you know. I've been I've been bugging the band for the longest time to cover The Hills Have Eyes by the Acacia Strain. Yeah. And I've just been asking for it forever. I'm, I'm still not I'm still not letting up. I want to cover that song. Yeah. So with with the live show coming up, um, yes. where once shows get back up and going, yes. um, EPs and you've got the show coming up at State Gold, which everyone should buy tickets to. Please well. please buy tickets. Uh, please buy show. tickets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's on that bill? I know outsider on that bill. So it's it's Infinite Illusion from Sydney. Yep. Yep. Outsider from Adelaide. In Melbourne we've got Furious George. Furious George. And then in Adelaide we've got a brand new band called Absolution. This what is their show like, they're like they're kind of like beat down hardcore kind of kind of similar to like varials and boundaries and stuff like that cool. so yeah. yeah they've just started up they're friends of outsiders so okay, and cool. we're, they, we pretty much were just like we need someone there and they tom get, yeah tom from outsider was tom like highly we, recommended yeah tom, tom was like tom's got a good stamp over yeah 100 yeah, no, that dude yeah. that dude's a, an absolute gun so mm-hmm. when he's like we should get these guys and we were like fuck yeah done no worries yeah that's so, yeah fools on April 1st there. I don't know if it's Please. a joke or not it is first. not a joke it's not a joke that's yeah that's Thursday night stay goal definitely get your tickets also yeah. good um, Friday's the public holiday so oh, no excuse you get the day off the next day yeah. and then April 3 in Adelaide at the Rhino Room so that's gonna be sick that's gonna be a really good weekend that's it sounds like a good place the Rhino Room we would have gone up to we would have gone up to Sydney if we had more time to plan it but it was literally just like it got planned so last minute so with the live show how are you going to because you guys when we first started seeing you guys we didn't really know much we were like man these guys are playing like 15 minutes and it's kind of awesome like yeah. I kind of like this mm. the whole fuck off get on get off yeah. no, best part no of no it. fuck around yeah. Yeah. how many local bands so many people are 32 minutes yeah. 30 minutes set and I'm like yeah. I don't want to hear that no, yeah. I don't want to hear any of this yeah. so many people are like you guys have to pay like 40 minutes now like we got <laughs> <laughs> like I can't fucking scream for over 20 minutes yeah. man like so no, how, how is that going to affect with the new EP I think we'll I think we'll do like max 25 but also yeah. I I hate that's talking. pushing it. That's pushing it. Like oh, maybe yeah. twenty minutes. I no, not even that. I just I hate talking shit, man. I love when bands get up, they play a song, they finish. They Do play the, the next song, they finish. They yeah. play the next yeah. song, they finish. They play the next song, they finish. Or even just when they end a song, instead of like you know if the song ends with like a like a, a symbol grab or something like. Yeah. Ksh- maybe just end it with like a ring out and then go straight into the next song. Yeah, that's yeah. what I like because I like that that ebb and flow of, of, a, of a show. Just the having is perfect a, for you. Though. Well, that's it, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. But we also don't want it to feel like we're just playing the EP front to back. We yeah. want to add in some little extra bits. So we, we're going to chop and change it a little bit. And yeah, yeah. yeah we we, we kind of just 
pick pick it and choose. We've already got the set sorted out. We've we've picked and chose the best songs yeah. that we um we yeah. think are the best songs. So we're only playing uh two think, so- we're playing two songs off Mantis. We're playing Shiva and then we're playing Yeah, just give away the whole fucking set list. <laughs> <laughs> what's, hey. the, what's the order, sorry? Just <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're playing we're playing a few songs off off the new one. But it's like yeah. Well, like it's it's just gonna we're gonna try and chop and change it as different. Because we we, we did like playing fifteen minutes. Like yeah, it's cool, was, man. And it was like it was what it was one of the things that I think we really wanted to do to separate us from yeah. other bands because we didn't like to we we wanted to play have people go oh shit that was sick and then be like oh they're done oh well I want to see him again absolutely and that was you what, wanted more you that's what we want and that's back. what we wanted to do and I feel like we did that pretty well at the start and i feel like we'd like to keep that yeah. going but not to the point of we only play for 12 minutes because we only have 12 minutes of material yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel like at this show we kind of have to play at least a little bit longer because we're headlining yeah, yeah. you know i don't want i don't want people to i don't want people to be like oh we, we bought a ticket we're here to see him and then if they get caught you know doing naughty stuff in the bathroom or you know going and never happens spending too many spending too many too many too many beers in the line and somebody has to go throw up or something and they come back and they've missed our entire set you know that's too many pingers in the bathroom that's it man (laughs) that's it stop stop wigging out down that back street boys we've all been there so i I always park my that's where i park my car (laughs) (laughs) we call it snow alley that one at the back snow alley how like when you do practice and stuff and jam how often like do you go through a set like how how much goes into it we go it over and over and over and over and over so do you go jordan finishes work at eight so he doesn't show up until halfway through practice (laughs) (laughs) which is no it's like fine because he's yeah. he doesn't I, want to fucking blow out his voice, yeah, right? Like yeah. so Todd so just musically just go through the songs. Yeah, yeah like they go I, through everything. We I we there. focus more on um fucking the flow of the set rather than uh, our instrumentals, I guess. Like all of us practice at home, so yeah. it should be fine. Yeah. You know, like we kind of it's all muscle memory at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just about it's just about it's making about, sure yeah. we all flow together in the terms of like Samples the, the entire set flows well as opposed to you know feeling a bit disjointed and janky yeah um and then just being in tune with each other is another yeah. big thing and like making sure we're not playing as four musicians on stage but playing as a band yeah i think it's a big thing because that's one thing i see a lot of people suffer from is a lot of people go out on stage and they'll play as four musicians playing their own set but you want to see one cohesive unit just fucking ripping it up and that's why Big bands who do you have any so examples well. there? Yeah, who's the best like, band at that? Yeah. I look honestly, I think one of the one of the ones that blew me away the most was I remember I was watching Alpha at the Grayscale Headliner and they yeah. played Black Mamba and I went, That is the most cohesively well yeah. put together fucking thing. Yeah. Just, just like, like it was It's a fucking machine. It's a well oiled machine. Are there any bands that you think don't do that? Maybe bigger bands, so we don't want to shit on any local. Um No, not really. I feel like the only person the only band that I've seen that wasn't that was I mean, I've I've spoken about this a thousand times, but when I saw Marilyn Manson play, I saw yeah. Marilyn Manson oh. doing his own thing, oh, and no. I saw I saw John Five doing his own thing, yeah. and the rest of the band were just like Karen Fodder, like no one cared about them. It yeah. was just these They're two just session dudes, players, basically. It was two mm. dudes that were just trying to like show that they were the best of themselves. And yeah, like I feel like you know a lot of bands do it really well together when they work as a unit. Like I think like you know you look at bands like. Um, like one of the most co- one of the most cohesively well choreographed bands I've ever seen is Crystal Lake. Yeah. And when Crystal Lake Incredible. come out together, Mate. they are just fucking together. 
and that's it. Like they just Scotty has some stories about Crystal Lake, about like how toured with the Polaris they, recently. They they toured uh, they toured with Crystal, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just recently. He was telling me that Crystal Lake would play. They would film every single set. After the, they had finished packing down, they would go to their tour bus and they would watch their set. Wow. For and like have notes every fucking night and just say that we can do this better, we can do this better. And then they go to sleep and then fucking next day they and that's yeah. why they're so the good. The thing about it, it shows that's because they're so yeah, that's dedication, good. isn't it? Stagecraft yeah. is everything at this point because like, you know, your music can be great on record and you know you need to hold up that like outside of show listening you know but experience but then if you're playing a show together if your stagecraft is dog shit and your recorded music is great you're just gonna fall behind you lose a fan straight away have you you gone into any stage coaching or anything like that no no, we've just do you record your own set watch your back on it we've 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 had that happen we've had just like you know when people record our sets on like Instagram and stuff, we'll sit and we'll watch it yeah. a lot. But I mean, one of the main things is I think all of us kind of sit and give each other. We're all feedback. very uh, like critical of each yeah. other. Yeah, we all talk to each other about oh, what yeah, we should which do. Is half the battle. Dude. You yeah. need yeah. the bands. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. just like you. Like I remember, like one of the one of the main things was learning how to plant yourself on stage when you're like headbanging or something because a lot of people will fall over and they won't go get there yeah, top yeah, heavy yeah. and it's one of those things of being able to headbang without looking like a fuckwit <laughs> and it's like we all had to kind of figure out how to do that collectively without yeah. looking like a bunch of assholes and it's like doing that thing and then like we all watch you know things like hate five six sets yes. and like live yeah. sets on youtube and stuff and we all sit and we watch what other bands do and we pick what we like the most and what we think is really yeah. cool and we look at our favorite musicians for our set instrument and then we just go that's sick that's sick that's sick how can i do pick, this and pick the best parts pick the best parts and how yeah. can i do this in, yeah. inside our set and how can i make this work with us and that sort of thing so it's just about working on it in our own thing we haven't done coaching or anything because i don't personally think we. i really feel like we're pretty yet. we're yeah. pretty like season all of us have been playing in bands for years right yeah. so we kind of no we feel do. comfortable on stage yeah. regardless of you know, like a lot of, you can see musicians who, who haven't played many shows and they're just like, oh, well, like, what do I do with myself? Like, we can get on stage and just fucking kiss each other and it would look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would. April 1? Go on stage. Go on Come to, you, you come to stay, go, we're all going to make out. Starving for a kiss. <laughs> like, we could, we could stand there and, like, we kind of know how to feel comfortable enough to make it not look awkward. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so... Headbanging, I don't really headbang that well. You don't really, you, you, but you, it's because you're playing complex shit. It's kind of hard to headbang aggressively. And I can't headbang a five four guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like prog time but signatures. Uh, yeah, but it's like it's like it's like even just like to the point where we all decided at one point where like like because like you look at bands who like choreograph stuff and like, chore- like choreography for stagecraft is, is is cool to a point, but. Sometimes we, it looks shit. Sometimes it looks like shit. So <laughs> we, <laughs> we we decided that we were going to do it for like one or two sections for the whole set, and we're just like, this is where it's going to happen. We're going to do it at this point. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And then those two sets that make all that movement and all that you know live show cohesion, that all that stuff, it all comes together at that point. Yeah, mm. and then it just hits, and then it's 
boom, and it, you just you kind of you suddenly feel the live show just hit it once. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the main things that we really wanted to make sure worked. And I feel like if we'd we be- did stage choreography, I feel like it would take the chaos out of yeah, our music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's like, the live element that you yeah. want. Yeah. Like that, you look at those like 2010s metalcore bands who like everything they do everything was choreographed. Yeah. Yeah. Like every 10 seconds they're doing the head bang or yeah. they're jumping up yeah. doing the punk kick and yeah. like doing the spinning the around. cross. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the motorbike, the motorbike, and, like, <laughs> the classic motorbike, Sick. like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next song. Yeah, no, track no, four. One, no one cares. No um, one cares. Something I noticed when I listened to this track is for you, Geordie, you don't oversaturate the song in that sense. You kind of give the song room to breathe. Yeah. Um. You kind of you pick your moments really well, and you let the band just go nuts. There's a two step section in here that is just fucked up. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> um. How how do you go about picking your moments? Because like there's so many vocalists overdo it. Yeah. And there's like three minutes and two minutes fifty four seconds is vocals, and it's, it's like it's too yeah. much. You don't want like a, yep. certain bands you can do it, certain bands you can't. Yeah. How do you pick what spots? So it's funny you say that because that was a really big thing that we focused on. It was okay. I didn't want to oversaturate mm. vocals in any of the EP for the most part. But having thirteen minutes of music means that you can't leave too much spare yeah. space without any without any vocals because you want it to still sound like it's got like like sort of power behind it. Um, so a lot of it, a lot of my placement of vocals, I a hundred percent owe to Vincent Bennett from the Acacia strain. Cause yeah. that dude is the best placement vocalist in metal. In my opinion, like the way he puts his vocals in sections, but then leaves enough for the band to breathe and for the band to create the atmosphere it needs to. Yeah. I just focused on that and I went, this is what I want us to be like. And I want my vocals to not, I don't want to, I don't want to be annoying. Yeah, I yeah, want yeah. it to be. I want it to be strong. I want it to be powerful, but I don't want it to be too much. Yeah. Um. So it was just a lot of that, and it was a lot of letting the band sort of, you know, because you know, a vocalist is important because he's kind of the front man. He's he's, he's the, the center of the stage. He's the face. He's whatever you want to say. But at the end of the day, he's not the only member of the band, and every single member of our band is talented. And yeah. I don't want to overshadow anybody else in the band because they are all incredible musicians. Yeah. And I don't want to be that guy who's just blabbering. 24-7 over the top of all the other instruments yeah. taking the full spotlight yeah sharing it's, the spotlight yeah, yeah it's 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 it's. I want I wanted people who listen to the EP to know that it's not just about you know cool breakdown lines <laughs> and big pig squeals and shit it's yeah, it's about do it, do awesome it. guitar riffs and clean fucking you know drum fills and amazing like underlying bass riffs like yeah. that's the shit that I like because I love it being a prog kid I love that sort of stuff yeah. so it was just one of those things that I really wanted to make sure was implemented into the EP without pushing it too hard. Yeah. Yeah. What does this song mean to you, Alessio? I was just really sad when I wrote the song. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go into that a little bit? Um, I bought a new guitar pedal, actually, and I couldn't figure out how to fucking use it. Um, I, I didn't know what to do with it. And I was like, what a fucking waste of 250 bucks. And uh, one day I, was, I got home... And I fucking, I just turned it on and I forced myself to write a riff with it. And that's, and now I use it through the whole EP. So uh, this is, this is the first song that I, I figured, I figured out how to fucking use this guitar pedal. And this guitar pedal made it sound like a fucking chainsaw and a doom track, which was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, Jordan, constantly like pressured me to do vocals through this whole ep where i I couldn't do vocals and he was like i want a whole section where you want you do vocals so yeah which is the that section yeah um you know the voices hunt me down a whole bit with alessio i wanted that i wanted a section where alessio could do vocals because i feel like you know when you look at like 
the YouTube comments and stuff for Shiver. Yeah. One of the biggest things in those comments was somebody being like, the, the guitarist has such a sick, like such yeah. a sick vocal tone. He should do more vocals. And I wholeheartedly agree. I love Alessio's vocals. So I yeah. wanted him to do a full section that was just him. And that was one of the things we really wanted to put into it. And because that section is doomy and it's slow and the, the tempo just drops and it's yeah. just this slow, like droning. Slow, low thing. I thought yeah. like the, the high vocals, like I, I fucking had to push myself to get their highs, man. Yeah. Those highs were so hard to do. Yeah. I think we did like six a or seven lot. takes. There yeah. was a lot to get that, to get that right. But yeah. then we, I remember when we got it, me and Scotty just went, fuck yes that's perfect and it's almost like having it's almost like having a third feature on there Mm. because like a feature you don't have to pay for yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's it's the best like get everyone to do fucking three lines on there it's all you need to do i feel like this this was the song where we really tried to experiment a lot in what we do yeah because we did um you know with with like all the other songs they're, they're they're sort of more you know bouncy metalcore sort of stuff like that but then when we got to this song we did that sharp two-step riff that was very hardcore with like out that of, sort of like nowhere yeah, i don't know yeah, that's just like that jabby nowhere, like yeah. vocal tone but then once we finish that it goes into a long sort of like slow uh, fucking droney yeah, yeah. doom but, but it's like like, like in, in between those sections though there's that vocal thing oh yeah yeah that like and that vocal tone that i used for that was if you've ever heard the song based by the acacia strain where uh, he's like my life is a shooting rage and i wanted that tone yeah. for that whole session and that was really new for me that was a really new tone that i've always wanted to do but never tried yeah. so when we did it it was really new and it was experimental for us and we tried it and it worked yeah. so, i think it's almost a foreshadowing of like kind of what we we're kind of pushing the envelope to see what we can do and what we might be able to experiment with in, in yeah. the next release yeah 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 like more and more like doomy sections more like sad screamy sections like just instead more, of more just variety. fast riffs constantly yeah yeah is this one of those songs that you're looking forward to playing live and like you're seeing the crowd reaction? i don't know if it'll work yeah you don't, i don't know Ooh, really? yeah okay yeah. i okay. think it's 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 a cool song because there's a lot of really cool sections in it that yep. are different but at the same point that droney section that doomy section goes for about Oh, a minute fucking ages and like <laughs> i feel like i feel like i feel like i feel like people who are into the metal core and the hard sort of music that we write yeah. probably aren't as into the droney sort of sounds as that so i feel like a minute of just like bow, 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 i feel like it might be a little bit jarring to put into our live set yeah okay. um yeah. mate like the the breakdown at the end of that song yeah the two-step in that song yeah like the riff before it hell yeah like that like that like maybe a minute 30 of a like two and a half minute song that's just drone i don't know if it'll work as well live as we wanted to maybe if we get to play a really long set one day and we get to push it on a weird thing we might play it but i think that might be the song that we might leave out for a bit yep yeah when i when i talk to you guys like you guys obviously know what you guys are talking about you got eclectic influences and all that I thought you guys sound like students of the game. Like you guys know what you got, you're talking about. And it's something that's very, I mean that in a nice way because it's a lot Thank of you. bands you talk to and they're like, oh yeah, we wrote a riff and it's all really fucking great. But you're like, you guys have a bit, there's almost like a bit of a method to the madness in a yeah, lot of a sense. To a point. I think, I think, I think Alessio and I have just really been into heavy music yeah. for a really long time. And yeah. we just really and you get like, it. 
You yeah. seem like I'm you should sorry. be on like metalcore fucking Family Feud or something. Dude, I watch. <laughs> I watch. I watch like I'm one of those people where I like to sit and watch like YouTube videos where they explain like yeah. what the Real. history of yeah. this thing is. Like I, I, there's like this YouTube channel that I watch all the time where it's this guy who just explains how to count songs in time signatures. And he like <laughs> wow. did it, he did like an episode the other day where he just talked about it was like 20 minutes of him explaining how Bleed by Meshuggah works. And I just sat there for the whole 20 minutes being like, this is sick. This is sick. This is sick. <laughs> yeah. And like that's the sort of stuff that I like. Writing it down. Yeah. I was like, this is so cool. Like, I love that. I love the theory and I love the, the influence and how it all works behind that. And I feel like Alessio is very much on the same boat. I think we're both very obsessive people. Yeah. yeah. We, we get both. obsessed with like weird shit. Yeah. Get really meticulous yeah. about the things that yeah. we're into and we don't do things by halves. Yeah. Mm. What's, what's the key to making uh, a moment pop, a, a moment snap? I guess on this EP, you could almost say it's the live drums, but like you guys have this really fantastic way of every moment you want to hit hits a lot of bands you listen to and like yeah they, they're okay but there's something about it, something missing something yeah. you lack why does every moment on nausea hit um it, do you want to know the the like key do you do you want this the secret key yes I would, I would like the 11 herbs and spices. <laughs> here we go <laughs> all right so you want to write an intro and then you want to write a fucking riff and then you want to write a breakdown and then you just want to make one of those things a chorus. Metal core one hundred and one. There you go. I think I I I heard I heard an interview probably I'm talking maybe like eight years ago when Ocean Grove did an interview back when they just done Black Label. Ooh, what an EP. <laughs> He's lost it. I was going to say, they did an interview with Download 2018 and they got in big trouble. I remember that. Jesus. Um, no, so Ocean Grove, Ocean Grove did an interview um, like during Black Label where somebody was like, how is it? They asked the same question. They're like, how yeah. does every moment in Black Label you want it to hit? hit?" And he said, it's because you want everything in that moment that's building up before it. You want, you want each song needs to have one to two moments yeah, yeah. and that's mm. the point where it snaps changes and hits and there's always a build-up there's a prelude there's a moment and then there's an extension of that moment and it's it's really cool because i i, I once you realize that that's kind of the technique on how you write big sections you realize that every song that has a big moment runs by those rules it does it's rules yeah it's like it's rules do you i this is a bit of a stretch probably do you feel a correlation between that writing a song and kind of building to those big moments to your love of wrestling where it's all about 100 percent. so building a match to that it'd be moment? it's the same thing it's like you you know you you go watch a wrestling match and there's there's the prelude there's the you know there's the you know the pushing against the ropes and there's the there's the grappling and there's the light moves and the punches and there's the chest chops and there's all that yeah. stuff and then suddenly out of nowhere someone gets thrown against uh you know the ropes and they come back and then whack angle slam holy yeah. shit everyone loses their mind like it's like there's there's a build up there's a session where everyone's kind of been led to get you it's know, a genuine art form it's it's, it's almost like yeah. a dance isn't it yeah like a dance yeah it's yeah. definitely like a dance it's just the point where you you feel it and then it hits. i think it's gotten to the point where you yeah you just feel it like you you'll write a riff or you you'll write an intro and you'll be like fuck yeah that's sick it needs to go into this section now like yeah in the back of my head i'm just like well there needs to be a two two-step section right here <laughs> this needs like, to be here this needs to be here. like you it just, doesn't yeah. yeah i think about that rather than i th think about like oh what Am I going to play next? Like, what what note am I going to play? I think about, oh, should I put a two-step section next or should I put a breakdown next? And then I figure out what I'm going to 
play on the guitar, yeah. you know? So you put yourself kind of in the crowd's perspective when you write? Yeah, I, I think about like. composition over, over um, whatever, fairy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you just you actually can see and imagine what you want the crowd to actually do in that yeah. section. And that, that, that is an art form. And that I, is, yeah. like you say, like wrestling. It's I, exactly always, the same I always imagine what part would the would the crowd react to better yeah. than yeah. anything else. Where are they going to pop? They're there to the fucking yeah. dance, man. It's, They're there is, to yeah, fucking yeah. dance. They don't care about this stupid solo. Like, <laughs> uh, we're, yeah. we're probably never going to have a solo because no, no one we, can fucking dance to it. We play, yeah. <laughs> we, we, play, we play music where I'd like to think that in Starve, when you're at a Starve show, you could equally two-step, throw fists, or dance at the same time. Yeah. But I don't want a point where none of that happens. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. You do all three at the same time. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Try it. Mosh Olympics. Olympics. I was listening go. to the <laughs> I was listening to the EP the other day, and I was like, Cobra Effect. You could literally circle pit to the whole song, and then the end <laughs> is just like a big fucking throwdown breakdown. So like, yeah, that's yeah. what we want. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what exactly. I mean. Like yeah. people to move constantly. Let's play a song. Let's play a yeah, song. big no, one. No one cares. No one cares. Track four. Four. Nausea. Stuff. We're back. We are. 
We rocking? There we go. <laughs> Sail you, of the Century? Big what was fan. it? Big Welcome fan. back. Big Sail of the Century. Sail of the Century. What a show back in the day. Channel Al- 9. I used to want that Alfa Romeo big time. Dude, Alfa Romeo. <laughs> Are they, is that even a car company these days? Yeah, my ex-girlfriend's dad got angry at me because I didn't know what they were. <laughs> oh, wow. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you got to watch fucking Sail of the Century. <laughs> we're going to bring back Sail of the Century. We've got to bring back This Is Your Life. If you're on This Is Your Life, who'd be the most fascinating guy in the scene? <laughs> who'd have the best tales in the scene? JJ Peters. Freaking JJ. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> JJ Peters. Who did I say? I can't remember. I reckon, buddy. Uh, do you reckon Ollie'd have a Ollie'd have a good tale? Ollie'd have a good tale. Corey Taylor. Have a oh, I said Ra- I said Randy Blythe. But Randy, <laughs> Randy, yeah, Randy's chaotic. Yeah, I don't oh, think I don't man. think I don't think Corey would have much because Corey's just annoying when he talks. Thank He's you. Thank <laughs> I love I love Corey Taylor's one of my favorite vocalists of all time. Yeah. but he annoys me to the fucking to the. You a Stone Sour guy? Yeah, I like Stone Sour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. I love I, I love House of Golden Bones. Yeah, good I like I like Stone Sour. Yeah, I, yeah. I I didn't care for them, and then I saw them at Good Things, and I was like, "This yeah, is good. fucking awesome. fantastic." Yeah. Yeah. They're just like way better Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're very dad rock, but they're pretty good at it. They, like, they are. They're, they're great. Yeah, yeah, very good. But I'm yes. correlating between you and Slipknot. Nick's compared you guys to Slipknot a few times. Like, Makes sense. You, yeah. Do you do you like that comparison? That like when you're going yep. through writing. When you started the band, really, did you have a sound in mind how you wanted to write music? I only write music when I get back into Slipknot. So, like, I won't write okay. anything until I, 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 like, stop listening to Slipknot for, like, a few months. Yeah. And then I'll, like, hear a song off fucking um, Volume 3. And I'll be like, oh, fuck, I really like Slipknot. Eh? And <laughs> <then I'll> write- <laughs> Whoa, they're really good. <laughs> yeah, and, and then I'll write an EP. And then that's what you get. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, like, the first, the, the first album I ever owned was Iowa. Yeah, that was yeah. the first album I ever owned on CD. I was like seven years old. My uncle gave it to me, Fuck. and I was like walking around. Seven year old. I was walking around. I would have seven years old. I was like, yeah, legit. Because I was, I was walking, I was walking around primary school with my discman. Um, and I was, yeah. and you know, I'm walking around and I'm like, nah, 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 nah. and then when I get older, I realize that at seven years old, I was singing, I want to slit your throat yeah. and fuck the wound. Like, <laughs> but because I, I was a kid, I didn't fucking understand a word Corey was saying. Yeah, but I just loved it, and so. Whenever anybody's like, this is very Slipknot, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what we want because we love Slipknot. Are like, there any comparisons you don't like? No. No. I don't, I don't oh, like, like, I don't like Slipknot or to like no, other, bands? other bands. <laughs> oh, other bands? Um, no, not really. I don't really like being told that we sound like every other band in Australia because. Yeah. I think that's wrong. I think it's a bit just. Yeah. Misgu- I, had, I think it's misguided, if anything. Just, like. Yeah. We've had, we've had some people just be like, oh, this sounds like every other metalcore band. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> when they compare us to Alpha Wolf, I think I get very confused. We had a few people say really? during Shiva yeah. that they're like, you can tell this was recorded by Scotty because it sounds like Alpha. And I'm like, I don't know if it does, but I feel like no. Scotty just kind of helps us get what we want out of it. But I don't think that because he recorded it, yeah. it sounds like them. Like they've got their own thing going on and they do it. Better than anybody else. So I think they're the connecting point? dots in their own head just to try and. Hundred percent. I don't think. I don't think we sound anything like them. I don't think we've ever written a riff that sounds like them. Yeah. There's, if anything, we've accidentally ripped off Slipknot more times than we've yeah. done. But yeah. <laughs> hopefully, they don't. Start, I think. Start I think Salatons. <laughs> I think Salatons is probably the closest song you can get to Alpha Wolf because of just the, that that drive behind yeah. it. Like down, yeah. down, 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 down. Like yeah, yeah, it's that that consistent flow. What's uh? What's the best Slipknot album? Iowa. Volume three. Iowa. What's the best Slipknot song? Volume three. The whole album. The whole album. <laughs> the whole album. <laughs> I love Disaster Piece yeah. and I love the song Left Behind. Yeah. I think, yes. I think, I yeah. think the chorus... Left Behind named after that song? Or? I think so. I've never asked them. I've never asked them, but I think I, I wouldn't be surprised because the chorus in Left Behind is like just 
my favorite chorus you know we all got left behind like oh it's <laughs> i fucking love that it's track. epic it's also one of my favorite music videos of all time yeah because it's the the forest is in black and white and their jumpsuits are bright red mm. and they're just like playing in like pouring rain and there's just a goat standing <laughs> yeah, there it's, it's so Random. sick yeah it's, it's so sick it's like the uh that duality film quiz pretty well i would have the, oh, the, yeah, the, the party in the yeah. abandoned yeah. house yeah. imagine yeah. being invited to that so party <laughs> it's people just breaking through the ceiling like yeah. oh fuck that's so cool yeah <laughs> i think if anybody ever compares us to slipknot i'd take it as one hell of a compliment yeah because i love <laughs> that band yeah dude the intro to pulse of the maggots is the best thing i've ever heard in my yeah. life <laughs> even even like even like when people say you know oh you know all hope is gone is like a shit album it's not yeah. it's not as good as their other stuff but that intro to gematria gematria is the most complicated and yeah. perfect guitar riff like it's so good man it's mm. so good that's a good little lead into on account of my emptiness with the video do you yes. want to talk about that a little bit the video sure yeah. sure colin jeff colin jeff's is the man yeah he colin fucking jeffs. nailed it everything he he's touches. like the scotty of the the video, the game. video <laughs> yeah. yeah he's the man yeah yeah scotty uh, uh colin is such a driven and creative guy yeah like when we hit him up because i hit him up a long time ago and was like hey, i'd love to like i remember when i when when we started starve i remember because I've, I've known colin for a while and i messaged him and i was like yo i'm starting this band i'd love to do a music review at one point and he was like yeah yeah dude just let me know whenever and then literally the second we messaged him he was like yep yeah, cool let's set up a zoom call let's write out some ideas yeah. let's do everything and we sat in a zoom call for like an hour and a half and just beamed ideas off each other and he was just writing down and just anything that came to him he just spit it out and yeah. he was just is that great. how it works usually for video ideas or maybe not always zoom call maybe that's, um, a, maybe that's a last year kind of yeah thing, to, like, to a point like most of our music videos have just been performance videos yeah. but yeah. this was this this had concept yeah behind it and that's why we wanted colin because colin isn't just a music video director he's a, he's a short filmmaker yeah like he is so good at direction and story and narrative which is why we wanted him. And he's so good with like guiding us when we uh, pitch, we'll pitch an idea with him and he'll be like, oh, I don't know if that will work. Like maybe we should try it this way. Yeah. You know, like he's not a dick about things. Like obviously none of us are in film or. Yeah. yeah. So he just tell us, he yeah. just tell us how it is. Yeah. yeah. And he was great. Yeah. yeah. And talk, talk to us about the concept of the video. So the concept of the video is a bit rough. So the whole concept behind the, behind the song essentially is my personal experience. Um, so my, my brother passed away from a heroin overdose about three years ago. So the song is about battling with addiction, not being able to escape the cycle of addiction, um, and just eventually coming to the point where you, you doubt yourself for ever even trying to battle it and then not knowing yourself anymore. It's the whole premise behind the video and yeah. behind the song. And the video, I feel, reflects that really, really well as... I like obviously it was shot with me as the character and it was the character was myself as a person who was quite broken and hadn't was battling with an addiction to drugs didn't know who he was anymore didn't couldn't quite tell what was real and what wasn't losing his mind going a bit crazy and then eventually it just got too much it overbears it explodes and then that's it. Does, nice. Do the brackets in the title represent like anything like an isolation or anything like that or is that just something that's there? Um. So. Uh, one of one of my friend's bands called Braves. I don't know if you guys, it's a pop punk band from New Zealand. They have a song called Colors. They release. I don't know if you guys don't know. Nah, pop punk. Great band. Not. No, yeah. uh, it's like uh, it, I would say more sugar is pop punk kind of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like um, and there's this line in there where he says um, 
He's like talking about all the shit, sad shit, and then he's like, "It's all on account of my emptiness." Like, okay, yeah. He's like, "I'm super depressed, blah blah blah," because I'm empty inside. And I thought that was like kind of a cool line. Yeah. And I just wanted to put it in brackets because it looked like it was just you know, like like everything in the brackets, like everything in my life is on account of my emptiness. You know. Yeah. So it was it was it was kind of just put together in that sort of. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, (laughs) that's that's how I viewed it in my head. I was just like, yeah. Everything I've made is because on account of my emptiness. On yeah. account of my emptiness, mate. What's been your favorite um, kind of message from that song, from like a fan's perspective? Have you had people inboxing you since that was released? Whether it was about the video, about the actual song itself, there is about the feature. Like, what's your favorite thing anyone said to you about it um, so far? Because there's been a lot of hype behind this song since it's come out. I think I think one of the really cool things was um, that we got we got a write up um, from Cal. Uh, depth, depth yeah. yeah depth yep. and she mm. she just she's great with words and she's great with she's writing insane. so yeah. she 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 just wrote some really really lovely stuff so yeah Kel, Kel really wrote some nice things i can't reel them off the top of my head on what she said but she said some really nice stuff so i read it i felt really lovely um but i don't know there's just like some people sort of really got behind it and you know there hasn't been too many people who i think really got the message as well as i thought people would like i feel mm, like yeah i feel like a lot of people didn't really click with the real general meaning behind the song but i guess that's the whole thing is that it's i write like we write the song but it's not up to us how it's interpreted if somebody yeah, wants to take yeah. it in a certain way they can take it in a certain way and that's cool with me man if it if it makes you feel a certain way even if it's not our intended thing that's fine yeah and on that like do you think having the ep come out like literally two weeks after you dropped the single do you think that is building towards that like was that whose idea was it to do it so quick we and to were, do it on a thursday which i love yeah. <laughs> the smartest thing ever so so what we've been doing is like dropping content every day or every second day i don't know if you guys have noticed but in between the in between like yeah. the single and yeah the, yeah, yeah. The EP, like yeah. we dropped the single and then we dropped fucking we dropped like merch, merch promo, stuff yeah the tour yeah the guitar tour, playthrough guitar play tour um yeah. we did like Primaris. a merch video like yeah. i don't know if you merch see, videos, you see that like, yeah. we got the video coming up for oh, track three just trying to think the, the visuals the visuals for yeah, that yeah so our times like that's another thing we did so we just tried to really like, some live footage as well coming out soon um yeah yeah well i guess it's out already but and you saw one of those bands people have to see live we have said that on the show like it's it's an experience he's a very good live thank you Thank you. Yeah. That's very nice of you. Um, but yeah, we we kind of just we went into this release like, hey, what bands kind of just drop a single and then disappear. So we wanted to do like three weeks of just us dropping content, like yeah, every week. single day, yeah, every, like, every strike, strike, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Top and like and like every like you see a lot of bands do like we'll drop a song and then announce on the song we'll announce an EP in like a month mm. and then just do nothing and then when the EP comes out months, yeah. no one cares yeah, yeah. no one cares the hype's already gone yeah, down it's gone yeah. yeah so we wanted it to be noted and we wanted people to remember that we were gonna we were dropping something I remember somebody sent a, a meme in the chat that was just like it was like surely it was like a little a little dog and it's like it's like a little small dog and it just says other bands dropping a single and then this huge dog <laughs> and it just says Stop. a month of starve yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, awesome. I saw a little video of like um, some guy like running with a football like this little kid who was supposed to like score a touchdown he's running and someone spear tackles him I was that's like it. Me, me going through my day starve <laughs> Stop. yeah well that's that's what we wanted we wanted we wanted people to remember we wanted we were dropping music yeah. like yeah we want to get people's attention which is super hard to do these days man like ev- everything gets lost so on many good, media. good bands like releasing music like rumors new shit just came out yeah. it's amazing 
Waybridge new song yeah. good fucking reside yeah like melbourne is same strong oh uh, yeah dead deadlights fucking yeah. just released just like released a really the good best song. song of the year <laughs> just, unbelievable song yeah justice yeah. antagonist like everyone is releasing music so but they're not doing everyday posts yeah like, no yeah. one else is doing everyday posts right like yeah or is that your thing uh, besides those bands you got any other favorites like around the scene at the moment that you'd like to play with um in Australia, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, we don't, we won't, we won't get to play international for a, oh, dude, well, seven that's, years. That's <laughs> cool. yeah. 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 Um, so sad. I mean, I, I love Justice. I would yeah. love to yeah. play with Justice. Yeah. Is think... there any temptation of getting Bob back on a, oh, on yeah. a track? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I like, you've got mates in the scene as well. Yeah. You got yeah. Mikey, you could jump on easy. Yeah, like, 100%. there must we, be temptation. Yeah, there's always temptation. I think we've we've chatted about like picking guests is hard when you have so many talented people around you. Yeah, yeah. Um, like. I was so tempted to get so many different people from so many different bands and we ended up with some good, with the really good selection. But I guess the beauty of it is, is that we'll, if we're just going to keep writing music, we can just keep getting our friends on songs. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's sick. Like, it's just going to be fun. And just, I, I would love to play. I'd love to tour with justice. Polaris. Polaris. I want to do Polaris. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to play, even just play a show. If we could yeah. open for Polaris. Oh my God. Do you Amazing. feel like you're, I've like, we've said this a lot, like your sound is something so, well, I don't want to say alien, but it's, it is very different in the Australian scene, especially yeah. that we feel like because of that, you could probably jump on more shows. Because oh, for sure. How, like so, how many yeah. times we you see five metalcore bands play a show and they're all metalcore and yeah. it's like. They can't really go on any other kind It's like of how many, metal, how yeah. many bands can you watch? How many Polaris ripoffs well, can that you that was watch? The thing. We, could, we, we, yeah, we could play with Deathcore if, yeah. if we got offered, obviously. Um, or, or like we could play with Justice and then we could play with Polaris. I feel yeah. like we would suit both shows. You could go on a die art tour. I would. Okay. So I really, really want to play with die art. Yeah. But it just seems like such a pipe dream that I don't know if we'd be able to get it. But I just. Yeah. Like, and I feel like we could play with these nuts. It wouldn't be weird. I'd love yeah, to play with these nuts. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like, I feel like these are all things that we'd like to do because I feel like our sound is so different that we could meld into stuff pretty easily. Like, yeah. it's like, I remember it's, it's, it's similar to deadlights because deadlights don't, they, they sound like some stuff, but they don't sound like other stuff. Mm. But I remember seeing like first time I ever saw Deadlights play, they were on tour with Viata's Murder. <laughs> and the way that they did it was all they did was they just downtuned and palm muted most of their set. Yeah. Which fit the bill perfectly because yeah. it was just Deadlights but heavy. Yeah. But they nailed it because they were able to adapt perfectly to the Absolutely. set. They were good enough to do that. A lot yeah. of bands aren't. No, so. it was awesome. So yeah. seeing them do that was awesome. And then I saw them on their own terms and in their own shows and Fuck, they're good. Yeah, like yeah, such a good, man. such so, good, so tight. Yeah, Tynan's we one of the most talented so, blokes. Yeah, <laughs> he's unreal. Yeah. That like his unreal. vocal range, then what he does with the guitar is yeah. just. But man, then, but then, like a lot of people yeah. talk about how good Tynan is because he is incredible. But yeah. like, um, Dylan's just as good in his own right. Like vocals, that dude, yeah. oh that dude can write like the coolest stuff, and he's yeah. he's he's very similar, you know, in the terms that. He listens to so much different shit. Yeah, he's Shooting got the game. such yeah. a good taste in music. So it just shows when he when he writes. So, do yeah. you think um, listening to so much music helps more often, or do you think it actually hurts sometimes because you've got so many fucking ideas coming out? I, th- I agree with the, um, it helps a lot. Yeah, I li- like I listen to a lot of pop music and like one of my two of my favorite bands. I, I was just talking about this at the other podcast, but two of my favorite bands are Block Party and the Nineteen Seventy Five. Yeah, and half hour lyrics are like block party references yeah like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah and it's like it's like the same same for me as well like my favorite band is tesseract yeah and then like next to that is like cattle decapitation who were <laughs> extreme gore grind so it's like yeah that 
neither of those are anything like what we're like, but I feel like us knowing that music really helps in yeah. the writing process. And Like you know. Portishead. Like, yeah, we Fuck love Portishead. Sour yeah. Times. Yeah. Sour Times. Is a Portishead Port Port song. <laughs> so like, yeah. yeah, we fucking love Portishead. So it's like, that's, they're like, you know, they're trip hop, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're fucking whack. They're sick. They're so sick. <laughs> they're so cool. They played at, they played at uh, Rosalind, uh, Rosalind Live in New York and they had like a 20 piece orchestra yeah. play with them and like a guitarist and like violin and shit. Like it's so cool, man. <laughs> yeah. That's so sick. So, so sick. sick. <laughs> yeah. We love that stuff. So yeah, yeah I think it helps. Mm. Yeah, well, back on the the song, like, will will this be a closer? Do you think in the set, or are you going to open with it? Like, where where would this sit? Because, like, honestly, I, I really can't wait to see this song live. Because this, uh, this this will get your biggest crowd reaction, I do reckon. We, do we do we leak where we're playing it? Probably not. Actually, that's probably yeah. a stupid question. Bad question. Yeah, mate. bad question. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to play? They've this already one? they've already leaked everything. Yeah, we've leaked everything else. We're going to yeah. slowly get the order out of them. Um, <laughs> well, um, I don't I don't know. I think I think it'll change as time goes on. Because Shiver is so yeah. 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 Well, done, well done. Well <laughs> done. It'll change. It'll change. It'll change. It's so hard because Shiver is like the song at the moment. At the moment, it's the song until until this one until account my agents i think i think it'll overtake shiva but also that hasn't happened yet so yeah. at the moment shiva's last you have to wait to the end of the year nick back and take over 100 countdown absolutely shiva was 40 38 40 38 uh, number one remember. in my eyes <laughs> <laughs> so i bought him I, alive I, I, I sort of number one. you yeah. said 160 so yeah. we're <laughs> settled we've got an even no, i'm very happy with that but that uh, was that was nice that was nice of you though thank yeah. you yeah. uh let's play the song uh, on account of my emptiness starve track five nausea
<laughs> Matt Circus. Oh, sorry. No, we're back on the, um, the podcast. What a game that was in primary school. I used to actually love that. Thing, but, um, <laughs> dude, great song, boys. <laughs> Matt's. Nick's lost the plot. What a, song. <laughs> what, what, a game. Uh, what a reference. But um, as we as we um kind of wrap up nausea, it's been a really interesting like talk with you boys going into depth with each song. But thank you. The closing track, yes. Spirit in the Well. Yes. yes. Give us a little summary. Like where where was this written, Alessio? What is it about? I wrote it on the spot, baby. Really? <laughs> on the spot. Yeah, this was this was Everyone's this was last minute. Yeah. Um this was last minute. Jordan wanted boss beats. <laughs> I didn't yeah. want blast beats. So he was like, fine, I'll put blast beats in. <laughs> and then I wrote that first riff. They're still not the blast beats I want. They're, yeah. ham- they're, they're hammer blasts. I want a bomb blast. Hammer blast <laughs> um, I wrote that riff on the spot. And then um, Scotty and I were kind of having a discussion about like where we should go after that riff. And End had just released their, their latest... It's an album, yeah. Yes. Um, they had just released that, and we were all on that the end vibe, obviously. Yeah, we were we were really digging like <laughs> we were digging like, like Pariah and shit like that. Yeah. Oh my so. god, what a song! Yeah. And then I turned to Scotty, and I was just like, "Bro, crank up the tempo to two ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fast, man. Yeah, it's fucking. It's so hard to play. It seems it's like so it was a really fun song to write. Yeah, time. it was it's, sick. Yeah. It seemed like out of it, like old songs. This one, I was like, "Whoa, this, this sounds like a blast." Because well, yeah. we wanted it. We wanted the. We didn't want the, the energy to drop. Yeah. At the very end, like we wanted it to still be like, oh, the last song. Oh fuck, it's yeah. still the last song. Like it's yeah. just, and it's still new ideas being presented. Yeah, which is yeah. really, really cool. This is what we wanted. We wanted just, we wanted it to end in big and fast. Well, we wanted big and like because usually bands just finish point. with like a massive, slow ballad song. Yeah, and yeah. we were just like, well, how how about we just do the complete opposite? Because it's yeah. more like yeah. an intro track. Like, it's honestly like a track one. Yeah. Like normally you get smacked in the face with that at the start of an EP, but this is the end of the EP. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like the Fox and the Wolf on the end of There Is a Hell. Um, by yes, Green good Bee. call. Yes. Yeah, like, an hour, like Thank a minute you. forty of fuck off. That's yeah. such a, that's a that's a very nice comparison. Yeah, Thank you. yeah. yeah. take yeah. it. Um, but, and then that the every time I die kind of riff like playing out. We so cool. We, we wanted like, an outro. So cool. Yeah. We wanted an outro because a lot of EPs just kind of a lot of EPs and albums just end on a stop. Open. Yeah. It's just like an open at the end of every we EP. Wanted, we wanted an like an actual outro ending to the yeah. EP, so you know that it's it's that's it. Oh, we were. I was very iffy on that last riff. I've had that riff for like six years. Yeah. yeah. So I um, I was going to use it for my previous band. Obviously, didn't use it, and then I I did it and sent it to the guys, and I was like, I don't really know if I want to fucking keep this at the end. We were all yeah. just yeah. Like, like, we love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please keep it. So it was kind of cool. Yeah. We um. I don't know. I think it was. We wanted to still keep the attention. Um. We wanted the uh. You know the intensity to stay there, but then. Um, I also wanted, this is where we got to the point where we added in that sort of bouncy new metal, like mm. almost like, and not, not quite rap because I wouldn't call what I do rap at all, but it's a faster vocal section yeah. with weird patterning. Um, that was really hard to write in yeah. terms for me because I struggle to write speed. Like I can, I can, I can. Oh, yeah. I have, <laughs> I have speed. Gotta go fast. So that, I, that's a reference in the next album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I um I I just I, I it was really I wanted to really push what we could do in this song and yeah. make it different. So yeah. Is this your preferred style of vocals, George? Because like, oh, you, mean, you mean the end? The end? No, just the whole like your range now in stuff. Because we've seen you like 
for years, like singing at shows and like I've, I told oh, you, the, the, the bearded, bearded warrior. warrior. You are the bearded warrior. The best man. The best man, not, not in a band. band. <laughs> in the scene. And like, he's better than every vocalist. He's better than every artist. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. Like I, honestly, I'd see it every show. You'd be singing better than the vocalist on the stage. I'd be like, this dude, this, he's got to be in a band. And now it feels like you're kind of home now. Like, yeah, I actually, feel. I feel like I found spot. my spot. And, and I think from Mantis to here, dude, it's gone up another it's diff- notch. It's it's very different. So Mantis was all low because. It was all mids and lows because when we recorded my highs, they sucked. Um, so <laughs> pushed you a lot, vocal way. Well, Scotty this and Scotty yeah. and Alessio pushed the shit out of me for yeah. this EP because we didn't want it to just be monotone the whole way through. Yeah. Um, a lot of this EP, I did a lot of different stuff. So like, you know that like um that like round southern yell that I did during um, uh, no one cares all the way through to like you know, brutal, super heavy vocals like I did at, this, at the beginning. And then, you know, my, I feel like I came into my voice a lot more with this, especially to my mids and my regular range that I would be using live. I wanted to do a vocal style that I could do live. Yeah. I wanted this to sound like what I'm going to sound like live. Because a lot of the time when I was doing, I found that what I recorded Mantis-like, I didn't do it like that live. Okay, I, I was yeah. in a higher register. So I recorded this in a higher register, but then added individual spots where i wanted it to sound like this and sound like this sound like this and one of the main things that i've always wanted to do and never been able to do is pitch scream yeah pitch screaming is my favorite style of vocals i love it more than anything people like jamie hales and like daniel Tompkins and everything chester bennington the best pitch screams in the world and i love that style of vocals like even that that fucking dude from gojira or whatever his name is some french dude i can't remember his name he has (laughs) the best pitch screams like i love that style but it is also the hardest style of screaming to do and it's something i've always looked up to so much i've never been able to do it so the fact that the guys pushed me so hard to do it in this was was cool and i feel like the ending to this ep i feel like i've done it the way i wanted to in terms of just snapping from my regular sort of aggressive punchy and then i just put my voice into it and i just did pitch and i did notes and i did big ballad-esque screams and i've never done that before and i really wanted it to sound good and i think we did pretty well absolutely pretty good it sounds pretty good good. so i think i think we want to i think we want to do that more in the future absolutely starve nausea out right now go listen to you at your local sanity record store I would, there's a sanity in Ballarat I'm pretty there sure go. there you go <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone's <laughs> in Ballarat used to be the um, best until I've got, got a few easy questions for you yeah. to um, finish off on so I think uh, let's go low teens or the big dirty oh fuck did uh, I say easy did I say easy questions yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard one those are the the two best albums X Lives is pretty good um, the big dirty yeah yeah 100% for me yeah uh, what can you tell me about Hammer Time <laughs> I can tell you that we played a lot of good shows and that um with some cool bands as oh, well. Oh they 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 yeah. played Fuck sick shows. Yeah. They were really cool bands. Yeah, Acacia Strain, fucking Trapped um, Under Eyes. Trapped Jeez, Under Eyes. Deez Nuts, a bunch of Deez Nuts shows. Yeah. Um Turn Turnstyle fucking Shit, uh, story so far, like three times. Yeah. Um, Fuck. That's crazy. You, you Straight from so the past we played once. Um, yeah, a bunch of good shows. Um, Rock and, and roll, we, baby. And then we moved here, and no one likes us. <laughs> so, were any of the bands you played with fuckwits? No, they were all oh, fucking cool. amazing. You can um, tell me off, Mike. Don't worry. Deez, <laughs> Deez nuts, like JJ. Everyone in Deez nuts was fucking oh, yeah, I'd expect beautiful. To be yeah, like great human beings. 
2014, you said Jared Leto is everything. In 2021, is Jared Leto still everything? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually go back to my fucking Facebook? Yeah, bro, that I done that. You're lucky. <laughs> you're lucky this. you've done it now because I went through Alessio's Facebook like three oh, years man. ago and liked all his really offensive <laughs> shit he posted. So he had to go back and delete it all. <laughs> Jared Leto is amazing. <laughs> it's a great vocalist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a great, oh, actor. Seconds to Marvel, great actor. Great Everything yeah. he fucking touches turns to gold, mate. Um, talk to me about that silent, uh, what is it? Silent Hill demo on the PS4. Uh, uh, it, it, I, PT. I used to play that as PT. well. One of the fucking scariest things. I've, but it never got a full game, correct? Yeah. 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 Uh, Hideo Kojima left... Um, he left he the left. company. You want to? You want to fucking explain it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just pitching in. Sorry. Um, we we were actually my main pitch idea for on account of my emptiness was that game. Yeah. So we were meant to wake okay, up. Wow. Uh, yeah, we were meant to wake up. I don't know if have you guys played it. Yeah, yeah I played. Yeah. You played it. Yeah. PT. Yeah. Um, we were meant to make up in this cold room and then wake up and just do a loop of. Just never a fucking ending. corridor yeah. and like just all this fucked up shit was meant to happen. Yeah. So that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Just, just covered Jack in a bunch and, of blood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that that game. That game was really cool. Yeah. I thought I thought it had so much potential. Um it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it, yeah. So scary. And um you also I think you're a bit of a Pokemon fan. Um, How have, do you, you, <laughs> have you been like collecting Logan Paul style and like selling Charizards for 200,000 bucks or like, what, no, you don't have um, any of those, no PSA 10s or no. So I don't, I don't collect Pokemon cards. I collect, I used to collect Magic the Gathering cards. Okay. There yeah, you go. Um, but then I stopped doing that. I haven't played Magic the Gathering in fucking years. Actually. I haven't played it since high school. Yeah. Um, but I just play the games. I do Nuzlocke challenges yeah. by myself. I don't play online or anything because... I don't like people and I can't be fucked EV training in my Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just Nuzlocke challenges. I just restarted. I, I did Nuzlocke on Pokemon Go like last month and I just restarted my Pokemon Sword. Yeah. So I'm doing Nuzlocke on that at the moment. Nice. Jordy? Yeah. To Kill a Coward? Oh, okay, Nardwar. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, To Kill a Coward was my deathcore band I played in like four, four, four years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, we sucked. Um, <laughs> is, but, there, is there any footage online or anything like that? Or uh, you got uh, a band so, camp somebody, still running around? Somebody, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Somebody, somebody uploaded a, a sound check of us once. That's around oh, somewhere if fuck. I can find it. Um, but Ewan, who is our bassist, Ewan and I played in Tequila Cow together. Yeah. So that's how I met him. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. I hope that I hope that the guitarist of that band eventually plays you and back his grand that he owes him. So, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, 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 God, Nick, what have you done? That was my next thing. Yeah, now we um, I don't speak to n- neither of us speak to the other two guys of that band anymore. Like they're just weirdos. Yeah. What What's a better release? I Val the Reject of Humanity or Polaris the Mortal Coil? <laughs> fuck. Jesus. I look. Oh God, damn it. Um. I'm gonna say Ival. Yep. I think the Reject Humanity is the best EP that's ever been written or recorded. Yeah. I said I, that last night. <laughs> I've, I've said it. I've, I've I've been I've been thinking about it for a while, but I would love to do a collaboration track with Pointer. No, with Helvis, oh. like Matthias, who yeah. who wrote guitar. Uh, he played bass and wrote the most of um that EP for Ival. He's got like a solo project that he plays like anything from slow wave to um you know like. Uh, like punk and then like groovy hip hop into like 
like, like the dressing jo- him like, all yeah. like, like Joji style stuff. Okay, and cool. his, yeah, and his his like name is Helvis, and yeah. he does that. So I'd love to do something with him because that dude is so good. So he wrote most of that, and I still reckon that yeah, Reject is the best EP. Did Porter ever come back? Porter is doing Porter is doing Valley of Snakes at the moment with um yeah other with guitarist. one of the yeah, yeah like one of the members yeah. um yeah it's um. Do you reckon they'll ever return as I Val with him as the front man? Because when that happens, the scene will shit itself. I, I be, I it felt like they had everything going. They did. They, they did. Just like, Boy, like, they should never have left. Well, he did the song I Am Free with him, did the clip, and we're like, he's back. And then he wasn't back. He and it was, was kind of confusing. Still one of the most hype moments ever. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that song is so good. It's so good. And we're like, he's back. They're going to break the scene and it just didn't happen. Oh, it's so sick. It's Yeah, I, I, I love that. But then at the same point, like the Mortal Coil is one of my favorite albums ever. Yeah. Like, I... You consider that like a prog album, like kind of like a prog yeah. metalcore album. Yeah. I don't really consider it prog personally. I, If you listen to it and tell me that half of that shit isn't periphery. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it that way. I think, that, I think it's amazing. I think it's such a well-written album. And I think it's just the best combination of all of the technology everyone had at that point in time yeah. to write a metalcore album. I think they nailed it better than anybody else. What do you think of the Defamies comparison? I think it's great. I took yeah. me a while. It took a, it took a while to grow on me. Yeah. I didn't like it. I actually like the second half of that album better than the first yeah. half. I I think Hypermania and um, Masochist are incredible songs. I think Masochist yeah. Masochist is the best song for musicians. Yeah. If you read that song and you play in a band and it doesn't resonate with you, you're a dumb cunt. It's <laughs> like that is the most like it is the most like heartfelt yeah. song about not ever being happy with your own heart with your own art yeah. and it's amazing so he that 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 whole album is incredible and i i think the last half of that like all of this is fleeting is my favorite track off that album i think it's yeah, great such so, yeah. a good song yeah. the chorus is just the catchiest chorus uh i love anything with a delay pedal it's great it's <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah very very cool and you used to get up to do guesties for Ivel, didn't you? Like you've yeah, seen at least back a few in the photos. Day, yeah. of, oh. Back in the day, so was there I, any per- part of a song that you got up? Yeah, so first time I ever did guesties for Ivel was when Simon was doing vocals for Ivel after Poyter left, yeah. and um, that was like a real weird in between period that they seem to have completely deleted from all their social media. <laughs> so I might get in trouble for talking about it. But, um, they played an invasion fest and I was really tight with Simon and he's like, he just said to me, he's like, do you want to get up and do the end of God's mouth? And I went, okay. Fuck. And I would have been, I would have been 17 and I got up on stage and did the end of God's mouth. And how's then, your vocal range back then? Yeah, I could still do it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Fuck I was yeah. just doing like super, super lows. And then as I did it, um, Luke from Jack the Stripper got up and did it as well. So <laughs> all three of us were on stage doing it. There's footage of it at Invasion Fest. That's mad. Back then. So if you find it, it's it's on it's on YouTube somewhere. And then I used to get up like when they did that like rebirth show, when they came down with um what's that guy's name from The Wandering who did vocals for him for a bit. Oh, uh and like I could he didn't really know the lyrics that well and I was at the front kind of singing along. So he just gave me the microphone for half the set. So I kinda just I kinda just <laughs> half, the workers' club show? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's where, where it all began. That was where it began. Yeah. I just Literally. kinda I just yeah. kinda filled in for Ivel for half the set. Yeah. So that's yeah, cool that was moment. that was that was that was that was fun. So yeah, no, that was yeah, I fucking I fucking love that band. Like yeah. if you could pick a festival to play, what would it be out of the Aussie ones? So you got Invasion, Unify, oh, Good Things. I'd if like you ever got asked, like, if you could prefer to like choose Stereosonic, if it came uh, back, although what, I, I think like what time, like like 
Jordy, you once posted, why would anyone willingly go to Stereo Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you found that? <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even write it down. I just remembered you just remember that. that. Yeah, I, I, I did I write that. Stereo Stuck Sonic in the brain. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Wait, I did write that. Okay. Would this be like an opening, opening slot? Or just any oh, slow. wherever, like just, wherever, yeah, wherever. Yeah, headlining unify, yeah, <laughs> headlining <laughs> unify. I would love to play unify in Very general. Nervous, like yeah. I, I reckon, you should be sick on the Thursday. Night. I yeah. wholeheartedly yeah. agree. I would, yeah. I would like to play Thursday before we play anything else at unify. If I can, do you think it's better for you to play Thursday yeah. before playing? Like yep. maybe first on on the Friday, yep. early in the day, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, 100%. I think the playing hype's there on Thursday. Bro, did you see Gloom set at unify? How many people were there? Shit. Yeah. It was so good. If we could play that time slot with yeah. that many people there and everyone is as fucked up as they were there. Yeah. And oh. like Algier actually works. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. that heavy slot on the Thursday night. So Honest Crooks have played it, Gloom yeah. have played it. There's just definitely an opening for I'd a love to band. do it. So I'm now with this release, hopefully the hype's there to do it at next Unify. That'd be great. At you Unify, so. please. Shout please, out Unify. Please yes. put us on. We would love to play. But it's like it's like if you also look at invite us back. <laughs> yeah, we're banned. If you look at if you like if you look at <laughs> We are not We're not banned, don't worry. They love us. Well it's like if you just look at like the growth in Unify in terms of like Polaris, because I remember when Polaris opened Unify. Yeah, the and first then day. two and then two yeah. years later they were middle of the day, five PM. Then and then two years later. <laughs> headline, Before Architects, yeah. Fuck man. Ridiculous. Yeah, but Architects just played the same set that they played I fucking like three months ago. Don't even start us on that. That was the that was the dumbest. What a, what a, what a waste of eighty bucks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I walked out of that set. We, we ended up we ended up eating food while we we're just like okay, and then so we go sucks. into this song. I've seen this show, and then they were like, oh, we're gonna dedicate this this song. Like you know, we're thinking, oh, it's gonna be these colors don't run because like they didn't play it it's on the their best. Own set. It's the best song. Set list song from the early. So did I. I got it on my phone. I was like, bang, bang, bang. They're playing the same set, and then they just played like a match made in heaven or some shit. They always play it. It's like it gives a fuck. I haven't listened to Architects' last two albums because I'm still mad at them for like writing the same album four times. <laughs> You're not missing a lot. Uh, but yes, we would we would love to play Unify <laughs> because I feel like Unify is much more our crowd than yeah. any of the other Australian festivals. I mean, if we could... Invasion? If oh, I'd love to play Invasion. Oh, yeah. Invasion would sure, be yeah. sick. Yeah, but... If like, it ever comes back. If, yeah. yeah. Invasion would be sick, but also like I would... I would if, if the option's there, I'd rather play to, you know, 10,000 rather than yeah, 2,000. So, <laughs> I mean, I'd rather play to 200, but... Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Yeah, All good? Sick. Cool. Starve. Nausea. Out right now. Back to your local sanity. Um, <laughs> we're, back, we're back there. Uh, anything you like, boys want to say before we get out? Um, Shout out to um, everyone that has helped with this EP. Oh, yeah, big time. So every, everyone is everyone has been involved in making it work and everyone who's just supported it the whole way through has been... It's been great. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And also, um, I don't know, we're playing a show on the 1st and on the 3rd in Adelaide. Um, they are real shows. They are real shows. <laughs> yeah. They're not a joke. Please come along. Um, got some great bands playing that one. So, yeah. And, um, yeah, thanks. Spirit in the Well, Starve, Nausea, Track 6. Nausea is out now. Thanks for listening. Bring me just a no one puts on.